Ladies and gentlemen, it's the man of the free, freedom of mind, money, and media. It's your boy, Big Luke. We got Themis to my right, Ruben's over there, the Globe's over there, and to here is Big Nate. Ladies and gentlemen, Big Nate MG of Raw Breed. Here he is. <laughs> we'll wait for the applause to quiet down. Uh, Nate, hello. How are you, Luke? I am fucking fantastic, bro. Um, so I want to go over the ground rules. Okay. It's no holds barred. No. You walk through that door, you're real. Okay? Absolutely. You know, it's funny is I always go over those things with guests before they come in. Okay, guys, you can swear, you can wear whatever you want, but there's one thing that you got to promise me is once you cross that threshold, you're nothing but real. Politically yeah. correct goes away. All the professional acumen goes away. It's just completely raw and real. I didn't feel the need to say that to you, sir. Well, I mean, it's on my chest and my hand. It's called raw breed for a reason. <laughs> That's so, a fact. Let's, um, let's get right into it, man. Uh, Nate. At the beginning of the show, anytime I bring a guest on, we talk about how we met. You remember how we met? I'll never forget it. Big guy himself. He walks into my barbershop and big, big, big dude. We're like, okay, me and Taller was a barber I was cutting. We're looking at you like, who's cutting this dude? Because <laughs> we hadn't seen you before. And it's kind of one of those barber things when you're in a shop. You're like, who's cutting the new guy? <laughs> but um, I had a chair open, I believe. I don't think you mm -hmm. waited that long. So mm -hmm. you sat on my chair. And I think I made a joke uh, right off rip about, I was like, what do you eat, babies? Yep. Or something that like exactly that. It, <laughs> like, what, what kind of diet are you on? And we automatically got into, got, you, you were joking with me about some gym stuff. And you seemed pretty cool. Um, I definitely uh, was thrown off. I think as soon as you started talking, I thought maybe you were something like you know you see a big white dude jacked like that walk in all kind of high strong you're like thinking douchebag you yeah. know what i'm saying like oh, yeah. there's something whatever but he seemed pretty humble and um you left with a fresh cut i think after that it was just kind of like man i hope he comes back and what you did i think i gave you my number the next cut was like a private cut or yeah. something like that yeah. I think I um, came in twice and then you threw me the, the second impression was a little bit better. I think inside the barbershop, sometimes it's a little bit, it's not like normal life. Mm -hmm. you, I got you for a half hour or whatever the case may be. And then yep. it's like speed dating. Exactly. And literally <laughs> for real. I mean, it's a man's therapy spot. So we, you know, we got into some laughter and shit like that. Um, dat me up. And I swear this is no cap. When you left, I, t I, I looked at T and I go, bro, I've never met somebody with a muscle in their fucking hand. <laughs> No, like, no, like not even joking. We shook hands and I remember you had this, like you, you put, I mean, you still got them, <laughs> but no, it's the inside, bro. Oh. This, this right here and this right here, I yeah. went in the handshake. I felt it. And I was like, what the fuck? This dude's got a fucking, his thumb is fucking strong. Like how the fuck? <laughs> thumb is strong. It was just, I was just like, we were laughing or whatever, but not like at you. It was just a matter of like. I think, again, he even probably thought the same thing I did. And he was a white dude. He was just more of like a um, he didn't get involved in the conversation as much. But when mm -hmm. you first walked in, you know, we judged everybody. Of course. You know, it's You're one humans. spot. It's not even barbershops. You just to let all fellas out there get. No, if you walk into a barbershop for the first time, it's not your normal spot. You are getting judged <laughs> by every single barber in there. Good or bad, I don't know how you want to take that. I'm just letting you know. They're yeah. all, they're all, they're all. The first thing is, is we're judging your money. Okay. Right? Like, is this is he a person. Good is he look like somebody that's going to pay? Yep. Right? 100%. Same like with, with waitresses. Of course, It's like bro. the same shit, right? And um, then we judge like, you know, like, okay, like who, what's he do? What, you know what I'm saying? And then when you get in the chair, we get to know you. If you go in with your girl for the first time, I, I, 
it's the same thing, dude. Yeah. We're sitting there thinking, like, who the fuck is this guy? She's bad. Why is she in here? What are we, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that kind of stuff. My wife and I play that game. We, we call it one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. So we'll be walking through the mall, and she'll be like, honey, what? Two o'clock. One yeah, 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 like yeah, 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 yeah. And you either know it's going to be some swole, good-looking, you know, strap dude with you can yeah. tell's got money walking with a ratchet girl, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, you know, or vice versa, a bad girl walking with some guy that looks like you know yeah. he's either got an eight-inch cock or eight hundred grand <laughs> yeah. in the bank, one or the other. Yeah. Ruben, you know how to make this thing stop dinging? Uh, yeah, there's a button on the side. Yeah, I clicked it all the way down, man, but I don't know. Uh, it's like it a, keeps dinging. Is it an iPhone? It is, yeah. man. Can you handle that for me? Yeah. I just, uh, the audience now knows I just converted from Android to iPhone. It's very good when you're in the tech space, I've learned. So, oh, you might have to take off your case, though. Oh, or really? Just open up. I don't know. We don't got to mess with it. Oh, man. no, this opens up. So, there's a switch here on the side. You got Okay. So, you mean to tell me that OtterBox created a case for $60 that doesn't let me turn off the goddamn volume to my phone? Sounds about right. I want a motherfucking there refund. Thank you, brother. All right. I'm going to need that bad boy because we got a couple of pieces of... Oh, it's under a little flap door. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm good now. All right. So that's like a, hey, shut the fuck up button. Yep. Silent button. Beautiful. I love it. So... I shut the fuck up button. <laughs> I got some people that iPhone. I know that I wish had one of those. <laughs> yes. Um. So we, we covered how we met. Um. And then, yeah. And then you had me come to the house. And I remember when I came to the house, I remember thinking... When I first walked in, your dogs are what struck me. I was scared yeah. shitless. Everybody, man. same thing. But you know what the funny part is? is I got big dogs. Mm-hmm. But something about your dog, one of them, what's the one that you... Yoji. Yeah, he's just muscular as shit, man. He's, he's, he's bigger now. When you see, like, the cartoon shirts that, like, objectify yeah. a pit bull, yeah, that's, that's the OG. No, and he's like me. He's just a big, goofy, doofy, likes to get his ears rubbed. As you know? soon as you see him, you make an impression. You're like, you know what? I'm not fucking with that dog. And then as soon as you pet him, you're like, oh, my God. I will. I will, can I keep this dog? One hundred percent, bro. He yeah. was my favorite of the whole crew. And then I you had got the, the old timer. What was it? Is it Ace Champ? Or? Champ. That's what it was. He was cool. He was just kind of like always in observation mode. And just exists. Going on. It, yeah, he's just doing. He's his on thing. his way out. He'll he'll be. But you know, it's not a sad thing. He's fifteen years, seven years over his due date. He's had a good good existence. Couple gotcha. litter. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, when I I just remember. I remember, I mean, I think I did the same thing that you did. I mean, we all go, and that that's kind of the nature of this show today. We all have preconceived notions, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like you were saying, oh, you know, when you go in the barbershop, you're judged a certain way. That's life, bro. Like, Absolutely. I, I probably, I'll, it's more purpose-driven in the barbershop, but in reality, in life, it's, you know, we, we are human beings. Mm-hmm. We're creatures of habit. We're creatures of... Um, you know, I don't want to say prejudice, but you know, we say that word. It's, it's like a lot of things in life. You can say a word and people's mind immediately go to a place. My yeah. sales meeting this morning, I said the word, but I said, you guys are all very good at manipulating and they're all kind of like, huh, give me this look. Like and manipulation's like, a bad word. Yeah, like what if I manipulated you to do better? 100%. Or how about <laughs> I manipulated the Christmas lights around the trunk of the Christmas mm-hmm. tree? It's just a word, right? So um, when I say prejudice, I don't mean necessarily racism. in a negative way. That's right. what people mostly right, they right, conflate right. the two is prejudice and racism. But Short we, people get prejudiced. Fat people get prejudiced. Tall people get prejudiced. Anybody. Rich you just, people. If good you looking assume people. somebody's going to be able to do something based on what you're seeing, that's prejudice. 100%. They call it, matter of fact, we could go right into this. They call it judging a book by their cover you have a particular opinion on that we I started to discuss that fucking why don't you enlighten the, aud- enlighten the audience Nate oh my god I can't I mean there's some wives tales back in the day I don't know how they came up the idea of saying don't judge a book by its cover is the most arrogant thing I've ever heard if I'm walking down a book aisle and I don't know what I want to read I'm going to find a book of my interest what the fuck do I get sparked by the, the cover. fucking cover and the idea of a cover is to try to give you a vague idea 
of what's inside of that book. If I want a murder mystery novel and I pick up a book that has, you know, uh, a chef on it at a at like cooking scenario, I'm going to assume that book is about cooking, mm -hmm. right? And if it ends up being like, that doesn't make any sense, you know? And this idea of like, don't judge me by my cover. First of all, if God or mother nature didn't want us to see anything, we wouldn't have eyes. We would work off of all of our mm -hmm. other senses. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I, I, and I, I think that, um, you know, if you're, if you're going to assume what the inside of that book is about, that's on you. That's okay. It's acting on it. That becomes the, the, that's where it becomes the problem, right? Because I go. can look at you and assume anything, mm -hmm. but then if I act on it by calling you a cracker or calling, you know, a black person N word, if I, if, if I, if I act on my impulse to assume that's where that, that's where it becomes the problem. Not, not the judging itself. In my opinion, I, I judge the fuck out of people. It mm -hmm. is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I think like we all do. I, t I think that what a lot of people do is they judge a book by its cover because it's a defense mechanism, right? Someone's coming your way. You have to make, I believe some sort of judgment Absolutely. on what's coming your Safety, way because you, 100%. survival. So I, I would tend to agree with you when the, to the term don't judge a book by its cover is uh, misused and probably not necessarily um, accurate i would say to a certain extent you do want to be guarded because i've seen many of book covers that looked fantastic i remember being locked up and i'd go to the prison library and i'd pick through i'm like oh these are bangers man this one's got a yeah. badass girl right, right, on the right, front right. of it and the and this one over here it's got some muscle bound dude it says best workout to, there's and gonna there's be, no shit workouts like in there bill does 20 push-ups but that's not the point though okay right because the point is is that you saw something that had a workout guy on it and uh -huh. what was in there workout context okay, it so might not have been efficient content. content for what you were looking for but if that workout dude was on the front and then it was nothing but math in there, uh -huh. that wouldn't make any fucking sense. Right. You know and, what and I'm saying? And I think right alongside that, what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is the chances of a book saying biology 101 on the front of it and then the inside of it's about chemistry, the chances of that happening are pretty much slim. No, exactly. Okay. It, but the biology in it might not be sufficient or efficient enough for whatever it is that for you're your trying purpose. to learn. You might whatever. not walk away and say that was a good book, right? but it was a book on like biology. If I see a person and they're obese, like morbidly obese and yeah. i and i and my and that and you st judge this person in your head by saying you're unhealthy right like i i see you you're morbidly obese and i in my head i'm thinking well this person's unhealthy and it's a thyroid problem it's like that person could argue to me well this is a thyroid problem but isn't that part of being unhealthy like even if it's mm. not your fault like mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like if you were born with that thyroid problem right and you knew about this thyroid problem that didn't make you that big 100 you know what i'm saying yeah. but like if yeah. you're gonna throw that back at me to say like well it's not you know i'm not it's like no i mean there is some to extent i'm not wrong by making that assumption if you're morbidly obese you're unhealthy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but society right now wants you to take caution with those words. Because absolutely, you they you do. You shouldn't shame a fat person for being fat. Nate. Shaming would be me saying in like to this person without knowing them, without knowing the thyroid situation, uh -huh. assuming that they're big. Uh, let's say I'm in line at Burn Dairy. Person in front of me is ordering uh, chicken fingers and whatever pizza. And I, you know, their stomach's hanging out of their self. They're, they got those, the, the, um, it almost looked like back muscles on their legs <laughs> coming out the shorts and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. and I, and I, in my head say this person's unhealthy. Yeah. Shaming them would be like 
tapping them on the shoulder and get saying, out of my way, fatty. Or like saying, you know, like, you know, uh, what you're eating right yeah. now is going to kill you. Why don't you go back to the green beans? Like, bro? The, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's shaming them, right? Like, like if I'm just assuming that you're unhealthy, you'll never even fucking know it. Unless yeah, but that's it, it, not what the media is doing right now. No, they want you to, they want both sides to be vocal about it. But what they're saying, that's true. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and I believe it, it lends itself to the whole desire for them to create divide. But, that's where the money's at. 100%. See, you know that. Yeah, I know that. The void makes We're money. trying to help the audience know that. <laughs> so what they're, what they're saying now, though, is that the fat guy says, well, wait a minute. Just because you're lean and athletic doesn't necessarily make you right. Like, Absolutely I'm, I'm not. overweight and, you know. I'm unhealthy. I eat unhealthy. Yeah. I eat whatever, right? It doesn't, I'm not saying that because you're, you know, there's, there's no scientific proof that being morbidly obese is going to make your life better in life but there's plenty of scientific proof that shows that it's going to make it worse mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so our number one cause of death in america is obesity caused illnesses not gun violence not drug overdose not anything else heart attacks and overweight size yep. or, uh, style um problems from cholesterol and all this kind of stuff so mm -hmm. i'm more or less saying like listen we're we both eat unhealthy but God blessed me with a high metabolism. I'm mm. sorry that you didn't get that. Right. That shouldn't mean fuck it. Right. You yeah, know what I'm saying? 100%. I'm just going to say fuck it and be like, you know, God didn't give me a good metabolism. Let me shove everything down my throat and shit like that. Is yep. it? And now you got those shows. You got TV shows with these people that are like, you know, it's like my 600 pound life or whatever. Uh -huh. And they make these people celebrities. Right. So now and Lizzo is another. Uh, so that, so uh, not to interrupt you, but I want to speak to that because here's what happens. They put a fat person and, and I'm yes, I'm using the word fat because it's a word and it talks about it a person that's fat. Right. That's all it is. Do me a favor. Pull that mic cord back. So it's a little tight. Oh, it gotcha. drove me. I watched the, the Dan Bender episode, Ruben. And I'm like, I should have moved that motherfucking mic cord. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, bro. Um, so let's let's take Lizzo, for instance. Great voice. Yeah. Talented woman. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous how they they personify her as a sex icon. I think she's overweight. It's disgusting. I think she's... The, 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 you don't the, think she's overweight. She is okay. overweight. <laughs> there's no like... Right. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you, bro. I'm it's not even you. like, you know, there's girls that are 220 pounds plus. But like, why, does, so why do you think the media allows that? I mean, we're, not only do we have a media that's Because saying, we're the fattest country in the world. Okay, but... You it's think the biggest it's that audience? Simple? Yeah, it's the biggest audience. Music, music doesn't care about anything but demographics. So what you're saying is that they're, 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 it used to be they would they would objectify and personify the Britney Spears of the world, the Christina Aguilera's, Marilyn the Shakira's. Monroe. You can go back to Maryland. Maryland, you're 100 right. Um, Judy Garland's, you, you know, all the way up through. It's been the 36, 24, 36. You know, five foot nine uh, model, cover a Cosmo bikini model, right? Which Correct me if I'm wrong, but I am naturally attracted to. I like a little more ass. I'm was, not, no. But my point is this: Lizzo is not physically attractive to me. No, is she physically attractive to you? It's not even no, not at all. Okay. And, and 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 no disrespect, Lizzo. No. We're talking about body types. She's a multimillionaire, right? Yeah. That's the first thing they'll say. Liz, oh, well, she's a multimillionaire. It's like okay, that's cool. But like, if you all these women out here that say they're all tens, yeah. Right, you, oh, if you're we, about if to get into something. Oh, if go, we had, go, please if, preach. If we had ten models in here right now, uh -huh. and we were talking about Lizzo, there's a good chance that a lot of them would um, back her because uh, part of the woman movement is, you know, be comfortable in your own skin, your body, your choice, which I do agree with 100%. to an extent. 
But I, I think that means if you're a if you're a small busted woman, nah. See that? See, you're walking a dangerous line because there shouldn't be a, so? because even Nicki Minaj, right? She shouldn't be walking in a public basketball game with her her jeans are completely missing in the back of her ass crack uh -huh. and it doesn't matter that your body's perfect or not like a victoria's secret model walks into an award show that is supposed to be something of elegance and and um professionalism and she's completely wearing a see-through outfit right yeah like it doesn't matter your body type it's inappropriate Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a level of inappropriate. Like that's, if, that's not where I was going, though. Oh, I think okay, you okay. misread it. What I was going to say is somebody. So let's we're talking about the be comfortable. You said be comfortable in your skin, be yeah. comfortable in your body. Yeah. Right. So when I grew up, I was I grew up a, a basketball player build. I was tall. I was skinny. Um, and I didn't like that. Right. Mm -hmm. I was uncomfortable in my own skin. Hence right. why I look the way I do when I'm later on in life, when I have the knowledge, the people around me, the network, the resources, right. the time, the money to do what I want to do with my body. I did it. But right. back during that time. You know, I think what what is righteous is for the media, for the institution that is Hollywood, the music industry and the media in the United States of America to tell the the 15 year old Luke Lunkenheimer, <clears throat> excuse me, be comfortable in your skin. You don't have to look like Dwayne Johnson to be a handsome dude. Right. But here because that's how I was naturally put together. Now, that same Luke puts on 200 pounds of fat and has rolls and loses two minutes off his mile time and can't do a push-up and is getting out of breath going up the stairs, they're telling that Luke be comfortable in his skin yeah. too. That's where I disagree. You got a girl growing up, all of her friends are large busted. They've got big, beautiful breasts. They're wearing push-up bras. All the boys are going goo goo gaga over them. And yeah. then you've got flat chested little Jesse over here. Who's got the two beast things that some guys go crazy for, but the majority like yeah. curves, we know this. Yeah. So she's feeling uh, self-conscious. She's right. feeling uh, inadequate and a movement that says to little Jessica and young Luke, hey, be comfortable in your own skin. You were built the way that you're built. Doesn't you apply to boys, purpose. What's that? Just hear me out for the moment. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Hear me out for the moment. So I'm perfectly okay with telling those two young kids, listen, be, be comfortable in who yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't have to hack up your body. You don't need plastic surgery. Just, just rock what right, you got, right? right? When they go to the young girl whose mom and dad are morbidly obese, and she at one point had a shot at being somewhat healthy, but continued to follow mom and dad's trajectory of Twinkies, McDonald's breakfast, right. McDonald's lunch, Burger King for dinner. Sit, the minute you get home from school, sit on the couch, play the video game, watch the TV, very little activity, you know, pale white skin from no vitamin D on the couch all weekend, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> now that girl gets, uh, it's a fact, that girl gets up and she's obese yeah, and she's, her hygiene is not proper. Yeah. That same media is telling her, They're be comfortable in your skin. skin. You're right. beautiful. But that's where I take issue. Yeah, I do 100% agree with everything you said. The only thing is, is that I feel like in real life, this doesn't apply to men. And it doesn't apply to boys. When they talk about being, because perfect example, if you look at dating apps and you see um, when a woman signs up, there's athletic, there's skinny athletic build usually and then they say big and beautiful right it's always big and beautiful you're saying they put the two together there's no, always there's no segregation with, always with with women in any of these description stuff it's big and beautiful bbw that is not big, beautiful a thing. Woman. there's no category like that for men when a man when a guy's fat yeah, it's just fat he's ass. just fat right <laughs> That's a good point and like or husky and my thing is is like 
at, the, naturally we're all supposed to get old. The yeah. idea is, is we're supposed to make it to 70, supposed to make it to 80. Obviously that could change, but I'm saying when you're 70 and you're 80, you're, your body's already falling apart, no right. matter how well you take care right, of right. it. And I know there's examples out there where you're like, Oh, you see him at there's 75. There's yeah. Exceptions. You know what he does to be that at 75? Yeah. Like most people aren't doing that. Or the right? amount of hormones he's taking. Whatever. It's still, it's still something he's not like most people can't stay on routine for shit. You think this dude's on, that's why he's stands out at 75, but most right. people make it to 70, 80 years old and your body starts to fall apart. Go to a nursing home. You'll see how mm -hmm. tough it is, even with the healthy ones. Right. And you want to try to do that obese because now what happens is, is like, it didn't affect you your whole life, but now whoever's moving you around and cleaning you and dealing with you, right? Mm -hmm. Now they have to, you know, there's a movement right now, this lady in the, in, I forgot her name. I wish I knew her name off the top of my head. She's a, um, a TikTok influencer. Okay. Super obese. She, I think she's pushing like four or 500 pounds oh my God. and she's short and she is trying to get the airlines to change the way planes work for obese people where she's saying that every time because she recently is this the thing where she should be allotted two tickets or yes, something like that she wants she thinks that certain people should be allotted two tickets and it's like if well, I, I have want, another seat for my ego then. How's and, that? and if I want another seat, right, just because I want another seat, I got to pay for it. Why not just pay for two tickets? Right. Like, why does the, why do, why all of a sudden does everybody have to, this is the one thing with obese people. They don't even do anything to be obese. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Like, you not, you're, to, to get to a certain size, you literally have to stop doing everything mm -hmm. but eating, mm -hmm. which everybody has to do anyway already. So you're not even, it's not even a skill. It's a, it's a lack of productivity. That's it. Yeah. That's all it is. And now you want someone to coddle that? <laughs> like you want industries to coddle the fact that you're lazy? Right. Like you that doesn't make any sense. You want to award you for the fact that you chose to not only be this unhealthy person, but to try even harder. We get mad at moms person. who don't, want to get off of the system of food stamps and welfare because we call them lazy mm -hmm. but you then want to be fat like what there's no i just i just don't well it goes nate because because here's what it does and, and here's where it comes maybe not want to be fat don't let me say it like that i know there's a lot of people out there that are obese let me retract that real quick i i, I know there's a lot of people that are obese that don't want to be obese. what nate's trying to say is he has feelings he has compassion he has respect no, just like I just, me i just understand that right. there's i met guys before that are overweight they've tried to lose weight do you know how many guys i know that are that are bodybuilders bro that 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 don't label themselves as bodybuilders anymore yeah. because they've spent countless hours, countless hormones, countless diets, countless coaches, and they're just, they just got bellies. They just can't yeah. get down to their abs. Yeah. And if you were to punch them as hard as you could, dead smack in their belly button, you'd break your hand yeah. because they have Yeah, it's rock hard, but it just doesn't look like what you... Because there's a there's a layer of what is believe I believe called and don't quote me it's I believe it's subcutaneous fat it's a but and I'm I'm probably wrong on that but there's a layer of fat that exists above muscle and yeah. below well all yep. fat exists above muscle and yeah, below yeah, skin yeah. what I'm trying to say is there is a, a type of fat that is harder to get rid of than Absolutely. others and go ahead and correct me in the comments guys but you know what I'm trying to say to where some people regardless of how healthy they are regardless of how much they diet they cannot get rid of yeah. that and see their abs incredibly strong the abs are there and that's another thing that drives me nuts in the gym just as a, as a side point is I see these guys doing sit-ups and sit-ups and sit-ups and I can see their obliques and I can see I, everything is there like if you just eliminate the midriff fat it's there and I go to them I'm like oh bro what are you doing man I'm doing I'm doing my sit-ups okay cool but I've seen you do a thousand of them why because I'm trying to get a six-pack it's like all right man but I saw you drink two Gatorades during your workout and I see you're chewing a metrics bar do you know that's got 80 grams of sugar in it etc etc and by the way what do you do before you go to bed today oh I eat two bowls of frosted flakes to get my calories it's like do you realize 
as you knock out the frosted flakes, one of the Gatorades and half the metrics bar, you got abs. No, what are you talking about? And it's, it has to do with education, yeah, right? No, absolutely. But I, I'm straying away from the point. What I was what I was trying to say is we've created this culture where it's about don't try to be something that's exceptional. Don't try to fashion your life in a way where your day-to-day activities may be challenging and difficult to yeah. try to reach a certain end. What you do now and what they're allowing you to do and what they're encouraging you to do is tell everybody else that they make you uncomfortable right. and make them modify their behaviors so you're more comfortable. That's it's it's the it's mic the, drop <laughs> right I, they're expensive i don't want to drop no them. no no you're right though it's it's like it turned into this whole like well i feel like i'm like this so you need to accept it and it's like well what if every doctor in the in the country just stopped treating people for being obese 100 percent. just because you know what you know what fuck it you guys are if i treat you for obesity i'm being fat phobic 100 that's where we're at now we, we if, are if i give you advice on how to live healthier and have your cholesterol go down so that you're less susceptible to heart attacks, less susceptible to stress. You don't, you know what, how many, how many, you know, overweight people are sad, right? You know what I'm saying? And they'll say all day, like, you know, they don't know why they're sad. It's because your body is not worth. Our bodies were meant to be a certain way. When someone's born with a deformity, it's not normal. It's supposed to be a certain way. It's a circum. Doesn't mean it's not sad. No, it's not. It shouldn't be given extra liberties. It doesn't extra liberties, extra courtesies. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't um, revere it as something that needs to be paid attention to or treated or given certain gravity in certain social situations because there's nothing they can do about it. It requires compassion and it requires respect, but that doesn't change the fact that it's abnormal. Let me ask you something. If you were sitting on a plane between, you got the window seat, the aisle seat, and one in the middle, and let's say a, 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 a an obese person was sitting in the middle and they started to smell like from body odor. Mm-hmm. I if and you take the same scenario and not put an obese person in there and that person starts to smell. Who do you think out of that that passenger that's on the window and the one on the aisle with the obese person? I guarantee you they shut their mouth and deal with it 100 percent because they're already big. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I don't want to do this. I know this person's going through a lot. That's compassion right there. You Whereas, know what it, go ahead. If the person was giving me like me and I started to stink and I was in between somebody and they were like, bro. Wear some deodorant. This person stinks, right? But because you're bigger, right? We already, you know, when they think like, oh, you should have compassion for, you already got it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because naturally we're not supposed to be like that. So when I see you like that, I automatically think like, damn, like everything's got to be harder for you. And if it's not, kudos to you. Right. It still doesn't mean that your heart was meant for that. It still doesn't mean that your bone density wasn't meant for that. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just struck a nerve with me and it, uh, I look like I'm doing the Dave Chappelle crack itch over here. For some (laughs) reason, I think I wore the wrong damn shorts. I'm just not, not cozy over here, but you, you struck a nerve for me when you were talking and I'll explain why. Um, frequently now, now the audience must understand, um, that Nate is here also as a person of color to talk about racial topics, right? Mm-hmm. We agreed, one of the biggest reasons you're here, and we agreed um, before the show. Now, first of all, let me preface this so the audience knows. Nate and I are the best of friends. I, I love this man. And I have a, a, a respect. 
What's that? Goes both ways. Thank you, brother. And I have a respect and an admiration for you that is that is it's immeasurable because of the conversations that we've had in the barber chair at Denny's for breakfast. Just mm-hmm. random text message here or there. So what they must understand before we go into this conversation is this is all safe territory. Fuck yeah. There's nothing that he's gonna say to me that's gonna I mean, I mean, I guess like he could always say something that pisses me off and vice versa, but he knows it comes from a place of trying to learn, gain knowledge, get better, have right. compassion, and vice versa. So um, we're going to get right into it because you said something just now, and it was if we're sitting next to somebody on a plane, and that person, one, the guy to the left of me is skinny, the guy to the right of me is obese, they both stink, which one am I going to make the comment about? It's not going to be the fat guy because I already know I'm at a societal disadvantage if I pick on the on, on the, the fat guy, yep. right? Yep. So I was at the mall the other day with my wife, and there was – a family in front of us was it in front of us or behind us regardless they were impeding on our ability to take the order at burger king right mm-hmm. the excuse me the ladies kids were like touching my kids like grabbing at them pulling at them trying to take their tablets out of their hands and look at them um she was loud as hell yelling at her kids she bumped into my wife so badly that she almost dropped what she was carrying just it was just downright rude yeah. right and my and i went to spin around and say something and my wife grabbed my arm and she's like don't and I said, why? This is, this is out of control. This is rude. This is, you know? And she's like, think of who you are. Think of where you are. And think of who they are. Mm-hmm. And I looked right at it. I said, babe, that's racist. It was a black woman. And yeah, there was two yeah, black yeah, children. Yeah. And I said, honey, that's racist. And she goes, you know what? Unfortunately, the society has caused me to think along race because of the narrative that they're driving regarding race. What she meant by that was I was well within my social spectrum to turn around and say, ma'am, you've now struck my wife. Your children have struck my children. They're unruly. They're misbehaving They're It's outlandish, but there was black folks to the left of us, black folks behind us. She was black and there was black folks to the right of us. And as I'm sitting now, mind you, I'm, I'm a guy that's done, I'm done time, right? I've lived with black, white, Hispanic, tall, straight. That does, I don't. You don't see say, it. You to, didn't see it. To like your say mom, I like don't the, see color, that would be a fallacy. That would be a lie. Of course right, I see color. Right. But it doesn't affect me the way, two things, that it does her, number mm-hmm. one. Number two, that it used to me. I readily admit, and I have to you many times, I grew up in a country culture, predominantly white. There was one black girl that went to our school. I, there were so many racist tendencies that I had coming out of that environment yeah. that, that I would almost... Sometimes I've said I was ashamed to be that person, right. but I understand it wasn't anything that I chose to be. It was a learned no, behavior, right? right? right, right so right, right. The, to, to say that, uh, you know, I don't see that, I don't see it now because of where I've been and what I've done. To right. me, I, I, you know, it's like I've done, I've done my time in institutions, in, in the hood, in society, in conversation, like whatever. Like we're not talking about black and white. No, I know regardless of whether you're a black woman or not, you you're still have rude. the ability to parent your children. Yeah, and right, I know right, regardless right. of being a black woman or not, you still know what's right and you still know what's wrong and you know what your kids are doing is wrong. But my wife was also right. If I spun around, yeah. In the midst of a group of four different black people, the topic goes to a white man's boom, yeah. boom. It does. It's no longer that poor family no, that right. tipped the girl at Burger King that was nice to everybody before that let the old lady go ahead of them, the old black lady right. go ahead of them that that has done nothing other than provide a nice atmosphere for everybody. They got encroached upon. Yep. The minute he spins around and chastises the, the black changes. lady, it's, it becomes a whole different issue, yeah. right? So. Let me ask you a question. You you grew up in a fa- you. Why don't you tell them a little bit about your backstory? Well, I mean, I I actually grew up 
similar, just not country, uh, predominantly white Lincourt. Um, I went to Lincourt from 2000, or at least up until 02, whenever I started, 98 to 02, or whatever, 95, 96 to 02. And um, I was adopted by um, two white people, um, Italian-American, but they were white. And um, I dealt with a lot of the cross racism backdoor racism and you know sometimes they even the the idea of being too nice you know what i'm saying just yeah. because or whatever where it's just like oh no, no no let nate come over and stuff it's not because like it's like wait your kid's curfew is 10 while you let yeah, him come it's kind of like a reverse like a reverse thing right. type of shit I get it, it. it's a pto type town so like the moms and stuff are always trying to win brownie points and all right. that kind of stuff um but to your point with the we're not racist we had nate over exactly. last exactly <laughs> oh my god yeah how can i be racist my son has a black friend you yeah. know no but to your point um with the burger king situation i've told you this before and you just admitted it you are institutionalized yeah. in america that's like being a black person and i don't mean that every just because you have black skin you're treated as an institutional person that's not what i mean i'm saying that because people are so ignorant to think that there isn't racism Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Should it affect everything? Absolutely not. But to think that there's not a systemic racist uh, system in this country mm-hmm. and pretty much a lot of other countries too. define what you mean by systemically racist, because that, that, that term is used so broadly yeah. that you really got to hone absolutely. down. Absolutely, I can easily do it. The word professional. It's okay. easy. If Google, anybody out there wants to do this on themselves, Google a prof, quote unquote professional men's haircut and then Google an unprofessional men's haircut. And you will find on the really swear to God. And let's do that. Okay. If you Google image professional men's haircut, you'll see comb overs, parts, um, almost what you got. Kind of not not okay. not even yours. Even yours though is very militaryish. Very um, they wouldn't consider that necessarily professional. But you'll okay. see a lot of comb overs, a lot of uh, brown haired blonde, um, fully shaved. You know what I'm saying? Clean face. Um, if you Google unprofessional men's haircut, you'll see braids, you'll see dreads, you'll see afros, and the reason is is because wow, you know it's it's it. We're, we're this it's a podcast, so they're, they're they're hearing only. Some people are only hearing. Okay. So I'm going to describe to them what I'm seeing on my phone. Yeah, yeah. The well, first thing I see is would you Google a professional haircut? The first thing I see is what looks to be a light skinned John Leguizamo with a very a very traditional you know white male haircut, and on the right of it, it looks like Kyle Rittenhouse. Below that, it looks like the guy that used to be on the Paul Mitchell magazine. Below mm-hmm. uh, below into the right of that, it looks like Conor McGregor. Uh, below that and to the left, another Paul Mitchell guy. Yeah, these are tradi- then <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> now Google unprofessional. I'm gonna do the same thing. All right, and you'll see a lot of dreadhead ethnic ethnic style high end, uh, like even maybe like the kid and play. Remember the kid and play yeah, afro, yeah. like the stand yep. up tall afro. A lot of uh, dreadlocks. Is it really that closely tied to color? That's what I want to see. It's not. It's this now. Here's here's the here's the thing. It's not a color thing. It's a bro. Col- I got a bunch of white chicks. It's a cultural thing. Though. Unprofessional haircut. <laughs> so here's what I got. I got a, excuse me. I've got some like what looks like they're the centerfold pages of some sample books, um, and they're all over the place. One's all black women's haircuts. The other's all white women's haircuts. Now, Ruben, um, you're going to Google this and put it up for these people to see. So during the episode, Nate, they'll they'll yeah. be able to see. Um, but what I've got um, on the left, I've got a uh, what looks like a light skinned black girl. 
another light-skinned black girl, and then two white girls. Then I got a white girl, a light-skinned black girl. Um, Well, it's frizzy 80s girl hair and then frizzy, you know, black girl hair. Then there's a black dude and a white dude that both look like they're, you know. Yeah, but that's trying to tell you that one right there, the black black and white one right there, that's showing you the difference between an unprofessional and a professional cut in one picture. That black dude and the white dude on the left, I believe. No, bro, they both have the same, very oh, similar Oh, okay, haircut. okay, I yeah. can't tell from here. It looks like a comb over. You're racist, Nate. <laughs> Word, caught me. <laughs> then, then there's caught this me one in here. 4K. This is, what <laughs> this is what my Uncle Daryl used to yeah, refer you know, to as the pecker no, head because no, it looks like a circumcised penis. And, and I want to tell you, what you said was, is, is it really tied to color? Absolutely not. It's tied to culture. Okay. There's a big difference because a white person can have dreads. Okay, that's a good you point. know what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. like a, a white guy can have braids, um, a, 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 you know, with the right products, a white girl can have an afro. OK, um, even like the bob cut, you know, like the Mariska Hargitay law and order cut. Mariska Hargitay. I love her. And um, like, I always think of when uh, that Mike Myers movie where he's like Mariska Hargitay. Hey, dude, Mariska I love Hargitay. So obsessed I love with her. Guru or whatever. She's like 65 years old. Seven, really? Oh, dude, I'm waxing that. <laughs> Knock the pussy off or the dust off of that shit. Where to me? No, but you know, um, systemic racism is is. See, here's the thing: black people, and 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 I'd catch a lot of backlash from this from from black people for saying this, but and so is Candace Owens. Black people have used she's sexy. Is she yeah, she's a, she's a self hating. Why? Because she's smart. She's super smart. <laughs> I will say that, but she's also a self hating black woman. I don't think she likes the fact that she's black, and you she really also. Don't think so? I don't think you know, she, I would have to. I th- I don't think you know what I don't think she likes. I don't think that she doesn't like the fact that she's black. I think she hates the fact. I think she hates how a large subset of her race is behaving. Absolutely, that's what I so think. Kanye too. Right, but I agree. here, but here's the that. thing, yeah, though. That's a good point. Uh, Candace Owens just had a had a kid. That kid is going to possibly one day be pulled over by a police officer without her there. Okay, right. As a as an African American driving, we sometimes call driving while black. Right, driving it's, a, it's like a nice sport. Uh-huh. You gotta you gotta know where you're at. It's not New York. It's really tough to see this because they have so many. Um, diverse police. They have so many diverse areas. It's okay. really hard to start picking, saying, oh, you did this because you're black. But the other parts of the country, it's a lot different. I've been pulled over in the middle of Illinois and um, 30 miles outside of where um, Ferg- uh, Mike Brown got shot in uh, in um, Ferguson. Okay. And I, I had been there multiple times. I, I was very aware of where I was at. Okay. It's not the same thing. They shoot and then ask, right? And okay. they have different rules to answer to. These cops that when you see in the news, most of them come from areas. You don't see it on the New York State troopers. You know what I'm saying? You see this in like Edwardsville, Colony, Illinois, cops kill some unarmed. They have different rules out there, right? Okay. They're, they're judges and stuff like that. Did are you t- experience that yourself? Firsthand. Okay. Uh, me and a, and a light-skinned friend of mine who was from here who lived in Colorado. I was driving him home. Yes, I was going to light, buy blood. Light-skinned black dude? Yeah, light-skinned okay. black dude. He was passed out in the in the so driver's seat. DWB. Driving while black <laughs> in a New York State pl- uh, uh, plated car, God which damn. in the middle of the country and is pretty much the same. Yeah. 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 You're fucking goddamn. You should be flying. That's what they look at it like. We all got money, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So, like... um. And 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 um, if and think about that, if the state alone 
just being from a different state can prejudice you. Why would my color not? Yeah, right. There's no, I mean, a state is a made up line. 100%. Like there's no, you could, you could go to the edge of the state of Pennsylvania and New York and you, there's no line that divides yeah, it. Right, right. Right. But like the middle of the country will hear New York and they automatically think something else. Fucking Yankee. So why wouldn't they judge you by, why is it so hard to think that they would judge you off of what you look like? 100%. You know what I'm saying? So I got pulled over, um, um, never, even to this day after all the paperwork and all that stuff, I still don't know why I got pulled over. They never told me. <laughs> okay. Eight o'clock in the morning, um, I'm driving with traffic, and there they are allowed to, uh, what's the word, um, uh, judge a, by its cover. Okay. That's what they do. So they don't need probable cause? No, not at all. Really? They're, it's the middle of the country. I thought that was a federal thing. Maybe it is. Who's answering to it? That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's my. Point. I mean, like when what you're. What good in, is the law if no one enforces where are it? All, where are all the federal things and judges? New York. They're all here, even if they're covering all the. That's it, a good point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's not like there's DC. a federal building in the middle of Chicago. Why you think it's a war zone? Right. You know what I'm I saying? There's a federal building in the middle of Chicago. It, it, who's there? <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know but what I'm saying? Ruben, Ruben's a good authority for this kind yeah. of thing. Isn't there a federal building in each major city like Syracuse has one? I'm sure they all have a building. Yeah, right. They're, they're by districts. He's like, Syrac it? Syracuse has one in Syracuse, but it covers like the Northeastern District. I got gotcha. you. There's one in Chicago, but it covers like a majority of it. Okay. So it's not Chicago's federal building. It's the, the such and such district yeah. federal building. Okay. And, and, and only, my only point is, is that if you. There's no outlet in the middle of the country, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so that's where all the bad it's not, shit it's not happens. The New York Times. That's where all the bad stuff happens. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So, yep. like, the cops out there look at that and they say, "Okay, well, if I see a New York State plate with a black dude driving, I'm gonna go check it out. Right. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's not. Don't give a fuck. You right. know what I'm saying? The likelihood that there is there, it could be there. Right? I'm Johnny so, Law. I'm gonna pull him the fuck over. He pulled me over and um, knocks on my passenger window. And mind you, I am on a on a. There's no curb. There's no um. Uh, shoulder. shoulder okay so and i knew that knocks on the window says hey meet me out back if i'm in new york <laughs> if i was in new york i know my rights yeah. i do I'm, I'm not one of those type of people where i just go off right i know my rights but i would are argue you the dude that opens his window this much and slides his no driver's no no through? no but okay. i do know like you're not about to get me off i had already been I don't arrested consent to searches officer. right right that kind of <laughs> shit i know if i was in new york i'll fucking i'll go at it with a with a, right. with a if if i feel like i'm getting violated if you got ground and you're getting violated this right. dude as soon as he knocked on the window and said that i'm like all right let me go out and talk to him because right. these are the dudes that shoot you in, right. the, in the back and then say like oh i thought he had something no, yeah. i don't ever get no, the answer you walk out of the car with, yes sir sure right. sir no uh, problem, like i sir. said ferguson or uh where mike brown was shot was i was 30 miles i had already driven through this place like a bunch of times so i knew where i was at let me ask you a question when that cop asked you to get out of the car my heart was were you racing scared? are you fucking kidding me yeah. i wasn't i've never been that scared in the military okay it's not one of those and, and again i mike brown had just been shot okay it wasn't like uh uh uh, I was there, and then three years later, this happened. So, so in your head, and I'm not, I, I want to make the points as they come, right? So, in your head, your life was at risk 100% because you were a black man. I don't want to say it was strictly because I was black, but okay. I'm looking at more as him being a cop. Okay, I don't think it's uh, meaning, meaning he's a cop and you're a black dude. That that's why you were scared. It wasn't because you were you thought that he was crazy because of his haircut. Yeah, right, it was, right. It was the, cop, the fact black that he's man a cop dynamic, and I know where I'm at, okay. and I know that 
I'm trying to help under like for instance, no, me, I, know where I hear you say that, and it's like you know I I was scared shitless you know a couple of times when I got pulled over too, but then I stopped and I thought, but I wasn't afraid for my life. No, I know what you mean. I was afraid of going to jail. So somebody, and I'm trying to help other people who look like me understand, understand that here's a grown ass man who who I know can can use his hands when need be, and I don't mean to make pasta. I mean that he can go fisty. No, right. I can see the scars on your knuckles from here, right? <laughs> and I know you as a person, and I know that you won't allow yourself to be violated. I know that you're 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 hard. Okay. Okay, when it comes to if some somebody would say, "Oh, that that dude's hard." I, I know that you're capable of handling your right, own. Right, right, right. So there's no need for you to be afeared of another human being. No. if it's just in normal discourse. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help people understand the same way I had to understand that there's a certain time where things can strike a chord in you because of the color of your skin. Yes, where you're genuinely fucking scared. I'll tell you the perfect way to understand it. If you want to know what it's like sometimes as a black person to get pulled over on a routine stop. Mm -hmm. Imagine getting pulled over and having a loaded gun sitting on your driver's seat. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like knowing. You already know you're riding dirty. Not even. I'm saying sitting there. So when the cop pulls up, he's going to see it. Yep. That's how it kind of feels sometimes. You feel like when the window opens and he looks down and there's like, oh. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like, okay. And, and, and I'm one of those people where I'm like, if I don't have anything illegal in the car, I, I, I keep a calm pose about myself. I don't care. Search the car. Right. right. We didn't smoke in the car. There was no drugs in the car. There's no weapons in the car. I'm like, okay, the only thing I'm scared about is him. Now it's a secondary nerve because I know he can hear that I'm nervous. Right. Right. And every cop in the world uses that as their advantage. Well, it's not like you're nervous. Why are you nervous? It's like, well, you got trained to deal with me. I didn't get trained to deal with you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, that's why I'm nervous because you guys are going to use the fact that I'm nervous because I'm dealing with a cop. You know that two months ago, your, your boys in blue just shot a man, regardless of the situation, like yep. 20, like 30 miles from here. Okay. Right. And I know you guys don't have a remorse for this kind of stuff. I'm, so can I, I got to stop you. Yeah, go because what I'm what I'm doing, I'm I'm playing the great mediator here. So now imagine that you're a police officer. Imagine you're not the you don't have a yeah, racist boy, boy in your shoes. body. No, no, no. What I'm saying is you, you're you're driving right now, listening to Nate and Luke on Man of the Free, and you're a cop, and you're as pure as a driven snow. You're a morally sound individual. You treat black and white the same. You you love what you do. You protect and you serve. And you're hearing this guy go, because I know that you have no remorse for what your boy did. And I know that you guys do this. And I know I'm right in the middle of, now what, what happens if you're the cop who's not that guy and he's hearing this? How's he supposed to feel about you? In my opinion, it, if you're a cop, you're that guy. Because that's the only job in the world that doesn't hold accountability for its own. It's, its own. If, if Derek it, Chauvin's doing prison time, bro. Yeah, because he sat. On, that's what it took. Is a dude kneeling no, on something? There's many others. I'm not. I'm, I'm not just saying not that. The front page no, 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 no. That's helpful. the court system. I'm talking about when you have you ever spoke to another cop about a cop shooting? What do they always say? They always say, I don't know. We weren't there. We don't really know. You know, I don't know the circumstances. That's the same thing I say to my wife when a, when That's a guy true, shoots but a if guy. A, if a doctor screws up, right? If a doctor screws up in surgery from whatever circumstances, right? Mm -hmm. What happens? The, 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 the doctor is held accountable by the hospital, right? All not, no, not a, no. There's that's many what, times that's what bro, malpractice is for. Yeah, exactly. But you just said it yourself. The law's only good if it's enforced. Bro, I had a shoulder surgery. They botched the fuck out of it. What they did for about two years is they stuffed me full of oxycontin and told me that it would get better until it got to the point where it was on me to have not done my physical therapy enough. Or they were trying to basically tell me there was a statute of limitations. Like, yeah, we fucked it up, son. But you've been eating all these oxys and you haven't been going to your physical therapy. Like, it's on you now. Right. Like, there's 
corrupt everywhere you go. I know that. So I'm, what you're doing you, is you're getting, conflating the good cops and the bad cops right now. Cops are paid to carry a gun. They have a. They have a. They have so a. So are security guards. So are security guards. Bodyguards. Are, I mean, what celebrity bodyguards and 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 door guys on the regular have been in the news? And I'm not talking about black a cop on black crime or cop on white crime. I'm just talking about period. You're not paid to be an executioner, right? So when we find out all these times where somebody has pulled the trigger on somebody for fearing for their life. Cause uh -huh. that's usually the, that's the go-to excuse, right? They feared for their life. Mm -hmm. I start to say, if I hear that too many times, I'm not even blaming cops anymore. I'm blaming the institutions that's given them badges because why are you feared for your life? You pulled up to a scenario where somebody's smaller than you, you've got seven of you, right? It actually happened with a well, female cop. Well, there was just, you was one on one, it was you and that other guy. No, no, it, he knocked on my window, there was already another one. He wasn't out of the car yet, but he was already back there. Okay. I didn't say this part, but like he pulled me over, um, he didn't get out of his car right away. I'm pulled over. I'm just kind of like standing like this, you know, yep. with the 10 and 2. 10 and 2. <laughs> and another one pulls up behind him uh -huh. at the same time. He goes back and talks to that guy in his car, comes up, knocks on my window, tells me to get out. The other cop's not out yet, but he's there. Okay. Um, And they actually had a third one come up because they took my boy in another car. Um, And then they searched my vehicle while I sat. While I, sat. I never got told why I was getting searched or nothing. I just was put in. Did, not, was he a dick to you? A hundred percent, but not okay. in like, give me an example because he was just like, Hey, come here. All right. Well, listen, this is what's going to happen. We're going to search the vehicle. I'm like, can I get told? He's like, get in my car. As I was in the middle of a sentence, can I get told, get in my car? Didn't put me in cuffs, but he made me sit in the front seat. So okay. as I'm sitting in the front seat, he gets in the other seat and I'm like, I'm like, uh, this is how I say, it. uh, officer, can I get like told why I got pulled over? He goes, can't have your GPS in the window. And I'm like, was your GPS in the window? It was on the. You know, the so obstruction of view that is illegal. I mean, I don't every car on the thruway has I that. don't disagree, but it's uh, illegal. I mean, I don't in New York. I don't know the laws in Illinois. I don't, do I, I, it's not a Ruben. Can you Illinois? Can you have a can you Google it? Oh, yeah, I can Google yeah, just let us the know only, if it's the illegal to have only, an obstruction. The only, the, only, the only thing is is that I like, you know, I didn't have it like way up here. It was kind of like on the lower part and it was strapped. My 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 the attorney I had mm -hmm. said that um when he told me that on camera, they never wrote me up for it. Okay. So like technically I could have been like what they ended up arresting me for yeah. was money laundering because I had <laughs> I had thirteen thousand dollars in cash in my tr in the trunk. Okay. Right? And they never counted it. They what was the money from? Uh I mean you know, keep it real. It was all the cash I had. Okay. I, I can't even say cash. It was all my, at the time I didn't do bank accounts. I didn't do any of that kind of stuff. Yes. I was going to Colorado. This is before the legalization of weed. Okay. I was on the way to Colorado to buy weed with okay. that money. But so at which point you would have been on your way back through with weed? No, I was on the way there, but I'm saying, I'm sorry. You, after you'd come back from Colorado, you would have been on your way through with weed. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you were on a oh, on dude, a, it's a blessing area. that I was pulled over on the way, on the way there, there and not the way the, back. So that's I my bought, point, Nate. That's, that's I mean, that, but that, if I was treated the same way, it wouldn't have mattered because it's an illegal search. You, you my knew. question is this: Do you think it's possible that this cop, who's constantly dealing with these young whiz kids who think they're going to make their next million dollars trafficking pot, have suitcases full of can't, You can't arrest me based on what I'm you not, think I'm going to do. I'm not do. saying that. Let's just hear me out. Let me, <laughs> this is what I think might be part of the issue is like, let me just get yeah, it yeah, out. Okay. So, and you're constantly, you're on your beat, you're, you're pulled back and you constantly see the typical about, you know, 
eight to either you know twenty five hundred dollar car or eight to fifteen thousand dollar car with the younger kid and his buddy his road dog in with him bringing money out to go acquire weed and drive and, and you're going man this is freaking drug mules back and forth and back and forth they're dirtying up my highways i've i've had them fall asleep at the wheel and hit people that are loading tow trucks i've had them you know smoke a joint and pass out and kill people i've had they are in the eyes of somebody who is a law-abiding citizen you were breaking the law Okay, in your behavior, okay, in what you plan to do, and it was a menace to society, okay, which you, I'm not saying you are, I'm saying that behavior, that what was going on, that was an unlawful thing. So is it possible that this cop profiled you correctly? I'm not saying it was right to, but I'm saying he's like, I know what these guys are up to. Let me find a reason. I got to have a reason. Oh, radar detector or GPS. There it is. Pulled you over and said, they're probably smoking an owl on the way to go get the shit, or they probably did a couple bumps to stay awake. There's something illegal in this car. I'm going to get them. I'm going to make them stay in jail overnight. I'm going to scare the shit out of them. And I'm going to send them back home. And he did that. But when he discovered that you were smart, your shit was clean, your license was good. He let you go because he said, you know what? You let me go. Okay, so that, but, but my question is up to this point, would it be safe to say that he, that he, that he, I'm not saying that he profiled you correctly, that his behavior was learned and was, was a behavior that was patterned into him because of experiences that he had had. The same way that your behavior towards a cop, he could have been, you could have also been a kid who was born 12 different ways to Sunday. Mike, what I'm the point, here's the point I'm trying to make. That's a dangerous line with somebody that's being paid with a gun in their hand. But he didn't use the gun. Okay. So now would the conversation would all that beginning conversation change if he had pulled his gun on me? Because all those questions would be the same. No, 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 but no, no, because the out, here's the point. You after this transpired when he's talking to me, he's he's sitting there like this. Okay, I don't agree with it. No, but I'm just saying, like you know, based on those questions that you asked, that he had every justification to put his hand on his gun. You know what I'm saying? Because he had every justification. I think the man would. I believe that he was just in pulling you over. I think that if I was a seasoned cop. And I had been through many stops like that, many of which I think you would agree with me probably ended differently. Mm-hmm. Not guys, not as smart as you, mm-hmm. not as clean around yeah, the edges. Fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, yeah that kind of that stuff. That or yeah. had a roach in the ashtray yeah, or yeah, had, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. some coke in the, in the glove box to right. stay awake. I think he'd been through many of those traffic stops before. And I think that he profiled you as somebody who was going to buy and move drugs. I don't think. That it had to do with you being black. I didn't. I didn't. I never said it was because I was black. Okay. I, just, I thought that was the pretense of the conversation. No, I mean profiling has everything to do with what because you just we said. started talking but, about this because you're, you're saying what you about the first, good cops? You first see me, and your first thing that you notice is what you? Yeah, not like you. I'm saying you're like, talking about like when I walk in the barber random, shop, a random person, cop in this scenario. I'm driving by you, right? What's the only thing you can tell about me? tell a lot of things nah you can't tell much about you can't tell if i'm tall most man, of the time man, a, i'm a car dealer you forget okay, i look at your wheels bad, and i can tell a lot of things <laughs> that's man. a bad question for you but on a normal on a normal day basis on a normal it, you can't no, tell but anything on a cop yes same way that as a car dealer i can tell things about you by your car a cop can, can you tell, tell how old i am by when i drive by at like 60 miles an hour no you get a general feel can i you think tell how much i weigh uh I mean, you wouldn't know. You can't even see the bottom yeah, half of well, it. Well, th- th- I mean, if you're asking if I could get a good depiction of who you are physically and what you're about, absolutely not. Not just by driving by. But you could see I'm black. I Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's the only thing you can judge. Truly. So what you think you is if you were a white person doing the same thing. He wouldn't have pulled me over. You really believe what, that? There was, there was a white person behind me with a GPS in there. And the only reason I know this is because Jordan, shout out to Jordan, Jordan in, in my... 
in my car. He had he lived in Colorado at the time, and he actually had a couple cop friends from Colorado. They're a lot different out there now. Okay. The cops are they're they're very laid back. Because Ruben, did you find the the lob on the windshield thing? Yeah. Is it illegal to have something in your windshield? It has some restrictions. Okay. Not fully illegal. Okay. Was he just in pulling him over? I mean, the judge yeah. would say so. Yeah, okay. Judge. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. That's all legal, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to give you every so, liberty. So here's here. here's my thing. The, yep. ju- the in that in that specific case, when they saw my money, they never counted it. They just saw it. They like. It was in that trunk. So mm-hmm. I did, if he looks it up, because uh, a lawyer here told me, in the trunks of your car on the throughway, they're not, uh, they have to have like a probable cause to go in it or something like that. Well, they I can think search, you have to have probable cause to search, search your car. Vehicle. No, facts, but like it's something different about the trunk. Okay. Like it, if it's not easily accessible or whatever. Because you're on the throughway, you're most likely traveling. It's probably luggage, that type of yeah, thing. Okay, I can see that. He t- I had the key, right? And it was a rental. So the, okay. you had to press the fucking button or whatever to unlock the so trunk. So it wasn't right. like he could, he could take your driver's license from your jacket and look back or from your shirt or from your hand as the yeah. one, and look back at your jacket and what was in the trunk right he had to he had to get in there he had the to ask. Okay. i okay. had a safe in there a little handheld safe like a little sentry joint yep. okay and, I, and my money was in there and um i had it nice and neat okay. you know what i'm saying and this is exactly what happened he knocks on the door he goes how you open the trunk i was like i got a key he grabs my key shuts the door i'm sitting here like oh and I know the cars were recorded. Did you consent to him searching? Absolutely not. So he's he, just doing his he thing. He just told me he was going to. He said, this is what I'm doing. Sit here and wait. I also know in okay. those cars they record. So I'm not about to like speak out loud. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there going, oh, fuck, man. But I, I know there's no drugs. So I'm not worried about right. it. And um, he sees the safe, brings the safe back to the car, opens the door again on me and says, open up the safe. I'm like officer do i have to like what, what what you're not telling me and even why i got pulled like you know like what's this search about what is all this he's right. like open up the safe or i'm gonna bust it open and i'm like oh. so i reach i got i had a key i opened it up he all he did was is open it he goes all right closes it hands it to his other offer and puts me in cuffs okay. doesn't read me my miranda my miranda's nothing i'm sitting in the front seat too okay. by the way and and um just so you know for for just for effect when I was arrested for my first drug charge, I was not Mirandized either. Yeah, I mean, you want to know they, what they said to me? You're gonna love this. <laughs> White boys don't come up to this part of town to do anything other than buy drugs. Uh, Get in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that yeah. on like the west side of Syracuse. It was the east. So, um, so after I opened it you up, you know where it was. It was <laughs> bricks off Westmoreland. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah, you weren't supposed to be out there. Three in the so morning. So you know what they had, what they told, and, and, and to this day, my lawyer said at this time said that was a real thing, and not to tap into your story, but there was something in that area called what was called a trespassing warrant, okay. and what the city had created a outstanding warrant that if the if you were viewed in the area in plain sight, officers could stop you yeah. because it was a high crime, high violence so, area, like a stop risk, stop and frisk. Yeah, kind of thing, and if yeah. you could not prove that you resided there, you ha- you had no lawful right to not consent to a search. In certain areas, I can understand that because. Yeah. If it's a poverty area, why would someone just be there? You know what I'm saying? There's no, you know, it's not like there's a business there that right. you're trying. I just to saw, con- I said I was going up there to play Xbox with a buddy right, of mine right, and hang right. out and, and smoke some weed. And no. he's like, oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, buying yeah, anything. Yeah. I'm like, no. He's and like, the, what's that lump in your socks? It's not pills. And the <laughs> thing is about those officers other than that are different from the one on the throughway yeah. is that those officers in these areas, 
They're the same patrolling officers every day. They usually patrol the same thing. They get to know the faces. They get to know that area that they're in. Usually, someone could pose the same argument for that guy. Knows that highway. Knows the cars. He, he knows. knows the he knows the traffic. He knows the he knows the structure. But I feel like on the throughway, how many walks of life do you do you see every day? Millions. Millions. It's yeah. so hard at that point to judge which ones are different walks of life. Now, now I understand where you're did saying. Did you know? Did you know where he was? Like, did you see, when you passed, did you know there was a cop there? No, he, he wasn't stopped. He, oh. so this is the exact scenario. It was a two lane part of the highway. Um, like I said, eight in the morning. So traffic's moving. Okay. But okay. there's a lot of traffic. Right. It was rush hour um, type stuff. This is my eighth trip, by the way. Okay. So what I'm kind not, of car were you driving? Uh, 2000, like it was brand new at the time, like a, like a 2012, 2013, um, charger. Was it a rental? Yeah. Okay, come on, bro. Well, I mean, that's the cleanest way to go. <laughs> I know, I'm going to be honest with you. That's what everybody goes No, but look, 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 look. I'm going to be honest with you. This was my first trip with New York plates. I used to, so the. So, so you were in a New York rental. And I, I just know the audience right now is going, oh, they're all that, smacking their forehead. And, right they, now. and if they're sitting there and smacking their forehead, then you're agreeing to the fact that people are prejudiced by covers no nate i know that anybody i've ever bought drugs from came back from doing the dope run in a fucking rental that's what i know i'm saying it doesn't matter if the statistics show it or not i'm saying that like it, it that part that sh that part doesn't matter the point is is that why why doesn't it matter because like Our studios falling apart i really. made i made seven of those trips in rentals they just okay. didn't have new york plates okay i never got had a, a single problem as okay. soon as I put New York plates on the rental, it becomes like me putting blackface you know, on totally, the car. You know you totally just discredited your own argument, right? Because you said that you were a black man traveling in a rental car with other plates in your car. They didn't touch you. The minute you put New York plates on, they, they it just put adds you over and cuffed to, it, you. It adds to the statistics. I didn't say that. Listen, I never said that I would always. Like, it doesn't mean that just because I made the trip that, like, I. Remember what I told you about the devil's advocate No, thing? that's fine. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm trying to say that. Like, okay. it doesn't matter that. I only got pulled over with the New York plates. I know that to be because I, to me, I'll tell myself like, okay, those other seven times I didn't do those New York plates, but had I driven in that same spot, Edwards, I didn't make, I, I did, uh, what are they? 90, 70, and there's 90, 80, and 70 that okay. go across the country. And I would flip through them. East, West roads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 90 is really high. I think 80 goes right through Nebraska and then 70 is the hard one because it's the shortest route, uh, but so it it's also the one everybody wants to go. Yeah, and it's also the one through Heavily these policed. fucking OD because they deal with a lot of cartel <laughs> stuff. You right. know what I'm saying? So I always told myself, don't get New York plates because I'm already black. So that's what I always told myself. I'm already black getting in a rental car, right? Why mm -hmm. add to the probability that I'm going to also get pulled over if I have New York plates? Okay. Because the one thing on the throughway I always tell myself is, is that there's not a lot of time for a person to see you. This okay. cop wasn't parked. It wasn't one of those situations where he was parked and looking at people. Was he at the opposing traffic He was driving with us. Oh, with you. Okay. Yo, and I'm not kidding. I wish Jordan was here right now because, oh, man. So we're in the right lane. I have a semi in front of me and a regular car behind me. I saw there was nobody in the passing lane. It okay. was one of those. It's it's that kind of traffic where it's like in the morning there, like everybody's drinking their coffee, listening to the radio the same show. Shit, right? I'm yeah, I'm with you. Every once in a while, you'll see somebody fucking flying, Fly but like it's work. very rare. Got you. This cop, bro. I don't know if you've ever been in the middle of the country on the on the road. No, there's no. It's not like New York where there's like when when after a mile you can't see 
back that yeah. far because like, like you curve in the, boat in the middle of the ocean. It's bro, just like there's nothing. It's there. open. There's yeah. no hills. There's no nothing. So like you could see wicked far back. And I seen a car coming. You know, you always, anytime somebody was flying, you would always notice. And I had seen that their lights. If you're ever in the institution, you know this. You can spot a fucking cop I mean, car I can from spot a cop car literally these brick walls. Swear to God, it's one of those things. <laughs> you know the headlights of the crown. Even at <laughs> dark night, where do we? You're yep. just like, nope. I like, know that's your an charger officer. headlights. So Shit. so he was uh, he was coming up. And I, I swear to God, <laughs> I'm chuckling because I did it on the way here. There was a Chevy <laughs> behind me and I'm like, yeah, it's an undercut. Nope. No, it's got a car dealership yeah. plate frame, and it's got uh, those blue you headlights. Always look at, yeah, yep, you always 100%. look for the little details. Bro. So he pulls up. Um, he he He's about to pass us. Okay. I'm doing the white boy shit. I call it the white boy shit. I, I, it's not even a white. It's white mom shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like. <laughs> Ruben's over here laughing because no he's going, Nate, you're totally tearing apart your own argument no, look, right I'm now. Doing the white man, I'm doing the white mom shit, right? Okay. 10 and 2, right? Just driving normal, right? I, yep. And. I, I feel him. I feel him. I know, I know it. Yep. And and instead of you got him, hot on your left hand of course, side. <laughs> and your ass crack started to sweat. Instead <laughs> of him continuing at the pace he was going, yep. what made me nervous is is like I'm like he oh, paced yeah. you. Yeah, he stopped. He like He's, completely. He was pacing you at the same speed and limit. He didn't. He didn't come to even with me his yeah. if you think about like his driver yeah, or, his, his hood ornament even with you probably are just above right the the back door like his 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 uh passenger door was about the same where like my back door yeah, was. which meant his hood he, emblem he was, was looking, about even with you looking, in looking like, through your right. back at your passenger and you i'm just like this i'm like this what happens he starts to slow down a little bit right now mind you there's a car behind me so he can't just sneak in right right he starts to slow down a little bit He's now still in that lane, but he's driving now even a little bit slower. And I, this is where the New York plate part came in. Like my thing is, is he's driving so fast. He doesn't see the New York plate at okay. first. He All saw right. that I'm black at first. Okay. Okay. Let's see what this car is about. Slow down a little bit. Oh, wait, this man got New York plates. That's a rental. All right. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. it, the New York plates didn't stop him at first. I know exactly what you're saying. And do you want to know what the audience is thinking right now? Uh -huh. They're thinking the man pulled up. He saw he was ways off, right? He pulled up, and the same way you were watching him, he was watching you. And he noticed that when you noticed him, you straightened up and you went into your white boy. Pulse. No, I was I was like that way before he could ever oh, notice. Okay, me. so then forget way that, before. scratch that yeah. off it completely. So when he pulled up, he saw a guy and his partner, hands at ten and two, completely stiff, looking straight ahead, mm -hmm. knowing they're in a rental. Then he then he kind of just observes the situation. Nobody's moving. No one's reaching for their drink. No one's reaching for the radio. Yeah. And it looks like someone's in there going to play it cool. Just yeah. play it cool. Just let him pass. Yeah. Just let him pass. And he goes, these motherfuckers are up to something. Oh, look, there's something in the windshield. Now I got a reason. Let me just kind of back right yeah. in and pull him over and see what's up. And you know what you did? You said that he did it because you were black. And then you also said, well, let me see what these kids are about. And you hang went right into prejudgment. He had an accent like this. You just gave him, you're talking like this man's the best man in the world. No, I'm not. No, I'm because, giving listen, him the benefit it, of the doubt. No, 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 no. Because if he had, if he had said Wait, to what himself. About what I just said if, it indicated that I was saying he was the best man he, in the world. If he had said right away. He did like, a textbook what a cop should do. What? That I'm doing what the the driving academy said to do? Stay 10 and 2 eyes on the road. On a highly tra a highly drug traffic highway? What does it matter? It, it, what do you mean what does it matter, so, bro? So there's a different way to drive on that drive? No, so, no, I'm not saying. Are you saying, saying if I was driving like this no, it would have been different? That's relaxed? that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is this man is, so he's under the suspicion yeah. that people are on his highway. You're right. asking the question. You got to hear the no, answer. No, you're saying, I know what you're no, asking. You don't me. know. Let me say it. 
He's on a highway that is a heavily drug trafficked highway. Right. It is his job to police the highway right. and observe what are normal behaviors indicative of somebody who might be trafficking drugs. So he put, you don't think that that's in his morning meeting? No. Then I would have I, to say we're going to agree to disagree. His chief of police is saying, listen, if you see something out there that you don't think is right, pull it over. That's it. Not some, uh, hey, listen, you know, make sure you guys understand that these drug mules, what they like to do is no, 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 they no, like no. to drive 10 and That's two. not what I said. That's not what I said. What I said is that in, in the in network, if we're going to say that it's in the morning meeting, all it is is if you you know that you're on a highway that is known for trafficking drugs, mm -hmm. try to stop any drugs. That's what was said. Okay. The cop then who's a, you know, maybe a three-year veteran, maybe a 30-year veteran, or maybe a three-month rookie who rode along with a 30-year veteran was told, listen, man, you're going to notice a, a lot of things, okay? Mm -hmm. One of the things you're going to notice from drug traffickers is a lot of them are 18-wheeler drivers. They're semi-drivers. Mm -hmm. They'll tuck it in their fuel compartments. They'll have, you know, hidden compartments, whatever. You'll also notice that some of them are just straight up broke people trying to make a buck. You'll see Dodge Caravans. You can see fresh welds on the bumpers where they put the drug pockets in. You with me, with me so far? Mm -hmm. You're also going to notice that there's a lot of younger guys getting rental cars out of New York that are driving the highways, and they're going to be they're going to be trafficking marijuana. Would you agree with me thus far? Yeah. So all I'm saying is that's what he saw, and then he saw you driving real straight and stiff, and he said to himself, and he might have the same way you get a feeling that he might be a cop, he might have had the feeling about you, and when he pulled up and didn't see that you were black, he just had his feeling, and then he saw the radar detector or the GPS. He said, well. I got a reason. Let me at least take a look. I'm all. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm saying I know all I'm saying what happened, is I didn't get right up. You, I didn't get written up for the, any of the other stuff that he said. If 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 what you get written up for uh, money laundering, that's it. That's okay. the only ticket I got was so felony money So when you proved to him that the money was clearly W-2 earned money, that taxes was paid on, you got your money back, right? No, because I told him I, I didn't have W-2s for it, and it wasn't all drug dealing money. I've been a barber for a long time. It's a cash business, right? And it's... it. I, like I said, I didn't have a bank at the, like full transparency, all that money was like the same thing as you having a bank account, but I had it all in cash. That was all my money. I I, I don't have family no, or nothing like that. But so you, this cop doesn't know that. But it's not the same thing because the money would be in a bank account and that's cash, which is normally how drug money is kept. Right. But when you're not, when you don't have any. I'm not saying it wasn't your hard earned money. I'm just saying that it appeared to be what it could have been. That's no. And I understand exactly the same way when he pulls up and i appear to be a drug dealer i appear to be a possible trafficker i appear to be this i appear to be that nobody cares about you know obviously the like what it is i told him i said look he asked me when we finally got back to the station he asked me what all that money was i was like look man i do not have a bank account i don't have credit cards i don't have any of that kind of stuff i've been a barber for a long time and that's just the money that i've stacked up and, 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 and how did he treat like and what did he, he was like he you go, know, <laughs> yeah bullshit well boy. no he was like you know i can understand that but and like what you said we see a lot of people come through here and you know that you know we know where they're going. You're saying your buddy lives in Colorado, and we know what's going on. And my buddy did live. He had a Colorado driver's license because okay. he'd been he, the he one was, that was with you in the car. Yeah. He had, okay. He instead of flying back, we drove back, um, just kind of like on an impulse. I don't Road know. Road trip. Yeah. Fuck whatever. Yeah. And my 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 one thing is is that if the cop was just being a cop, the same way I told you earlier about being pulled over for tint, mm -hmm. if he had been true to just the GPS or whatever, I would have, I'd agree with everything you're saying, mm -hmm. but that's not what happened. I know for a fact, 
like obviously this cop isn't here to defend himself right whatever right. but when i look at the outcome of how it all happened even when i was released yep. after i'm like oh no they just robbed me that's all they did and they know i can't fucking say anything about it right and right. the judge set me on a situation where he's like you know what we're gonna let you go at the end of the week but you're gonna have to hand over the thirteen thousand that you had and and don't get in trouble in in illinois again and i'm like i'm asking my lawyer i'm like bro this is my only option he's like well no if you i mean if you want we could fight this because he shouldn't have pulled you over in the first place mm -hmm. and i think i could prove that but you're gonna have to be here for they're not gonna release you to new york because you know we can't do property and shit here you, your lawyer didn't tell you that he would try to get you a bail hundred thousand dollar um bail that's, that's what they posted that's what they gave me wow. and i couldn't put a house up my friend PJ at couldn't the time. put your ten grand up. I couldn't put my ten grand. It's thirteen thousand. Right. I had. I actually had. I had eight hundred dollars cash in my pocket. That Did they, they let took you keep that? Oh, they took they, that well, too. They at the time they took it. But, they but the, back the, to the, the deal was uh, that I got the offer. I got was is they'll give me that back. Yep. Right. Take the other money. I got to forfeit and then send me on my way. Um. They they tore apart the rental. Yeah. Uh, I had to pay for that too. They like they brought it to their one of their impounds and like yeah. literally Cut ripped it, it apart. Shit, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was fucked up. And, um, you know, there was no signs See, when of they, drugs. When they didn't find drugs, there was they no should have been liable to pay for that. And there's no, there was no, no trace of it, no, no residue. No smell, no yeah. nothing. Actually, matter of fact, me and my buddy are very, very big stoners. Uh -huh. um, when we smoked on this trip, we actually pulled over at, at rest stops, right. smoked outside, smoked, aired outside. It, out it was during the summer, too. So, like, it wasn't like... You sat at a picnic table, smoked a Dutch, burned yeah. one down, got and, back in the and car. And somebody could say, like, yeah, but the smell could have came back in. Like, no, we, fuck that. And I, we I, I'm with you on that. And we weren't stupid. Right. We know. Yeah. I, I think that there's got to be something said about the idea of preparation of driving through a certain spot, regardless of if I'm even doing anything illegal or not. Because on the way there, I'm not doing anything illegal. Right. It doesn't matter what my intent is to come back. If you had caught me on the way back, I'd, have be, I'd be like, you know what? You're absolutely right. This is what I'm doing is what you're thinking. But on the way there. I brought all my money with not the intent of spending it all on so, drugs. Okay. I only had it all on me because I don't have a bank. Right, I get it. Right. Get you know it. what I'm saying? It's like going anywhere I would have gone at the time being on my own. I don't have any parents. I don't have anybody to call. It's not like if I left that safe back in my apartment, I would have a friend I could trust to say, right, to hold you it. know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yo, yeah. bro, I need you to send me this or whatever. Like I needed so all my money. So why wasn't it in a bank? Because that's what people are wondering. Um, why did you just get a bank account? Um, you know, at the time, I just, it was kind of like, it, it just ignorance. Okay. It's just it's just pure ignorance. Fair enough. No, no the, an audience respects you more for that. No, because, cash is you know the business. That's why I you're was, here because you're real. You like when you when when it, when, it, when they got you, they got you. You're just absolutely. like no, that was, was the, the dumb thing to the do. The business right? that I had of being a barber unofficially in a shop, not in a shop. I mean, it's all cash. And um, you know, somebody would be like, yeah, but you can you know still claim those on your taxes. Yeah, but you know when you're not exposed to financial advice um, as a child. And you don't have any structure of parents. I'm not blaming that on like my choices. I, I, they were, I was an adult still, but I didn't build up any financial habits. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Was, I wasn't exposed to any of that. I, the only thing I was ever exposed to was drug dealing and what you do with cash. You put it in a box under right. your fucking mattress or whatever the case may right. be. Right. And um, I just, you know, I just, I didn't have a bank account. Mind you, when I got home, um, because I had that big loss, I went right to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? And started, that's actually when my bartending career started and Tip Hill started. Okay. But. So, are we good? I don't want to cut no, you off. No, absolutely, absolutely. All I was going to say is, I thank you very much for telling that story as openly and allowing me to play devil's advocate because what just happened is a perfect example of why I wanted to have you on the show. 
So you told things from your point of view. I played the devil's advocate and had some real questions and a real logical yeah. argument. And you know what? There were some times where, you know, you got tense and I got tense and we had to cut because that's where our passions yeah. lie. But guess what? Look at you. Shoulders relaxed, chilling, me. I'm t- this is what I'm trying to show people. Oh, no, and absolutely. You can have these conversations. I you think can. sometimes <laughs> it's going to be hard for anybody to gain perspective, regardless of what you've experienced. Both you and I, it's always going to be hard to gain experience when you're not in that person's skin. 100%. You know, so like a lot of people will see that and say, like you said, they're all they're watching. They're like, yeah, but you said it was New York plates. Yeah, but it's like, do you realize that like if you were in that car and you didn't have black skin, regardless if you were pulled over or not, would you have been nervous from the rip? Right. You know, and right. like when you said the 10 and 2 thing, like that automatically tells that in, in those areas Mm -hmm. those cops are used to seeing people stiffen up right right? you're my next thing would be like okay so to that cop you're saying you wouldn't have looked at me twice if i was sitting there like this you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. one hand on the wheel leaned all the way back would it have have seemed because i hear the argument in that where it's like well if you looked more relaxed maybe if you looked more black nate you might have just got (laughs) right the cop might be like you know what he can't be that stupid and have cocky and arrogant he's 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 letting his nuts hang right Right, now he's not doing that with a trunk full of weed i guess i could see that that's like a reverse psychology kind of thing where you're saying like you know if i'm if i'm my natural self in that scenario but I just, I, then I go back. I did driving school. I didn't just take my test. My, uh, my adopted mother Driver sent me uh, to, um, able to branches or able to, uh, okay. I think it was able to driving school. Yeah. And they harp on you 10 and two. Right. Yeah. 100%. So like, I, even if I don't drive like that normally, like that cop knows that's how I was taught to drive. Right. At least that's the only impression that you should be is that no, these people 100%. are supposed. So like this to me, so for you, be it's suspicious. almost like you're almost like pissed off. Like this shouldn't be suspicious. No, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Fucking <laughs> I, I was just thinking of something we were discussing before we got on here. Tell them why your truck's tinted. <laughs> well, I've learned in my life <laughs> from experience. I'd rather have a cop pull me over for me doing something illegal than what he sees. That's just a fact. And um, it's, from a standpoint, I want to make sure I understand this correctly because I thought this was fascinating and it honestly gave me, I had a lot of respect for you when you said that because it was almost like you were wanting to give the cop the chance. Absolutely. You, you want to give Do him your a job. fair shake, right? Like, so instead, so to the audience, what, what Nate is saying, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. is that if he's got his truck tinted out and he knows his tint is illegal, if he is pulled over, he gets to then operate under the assumption this cop is pulling me over because I was breaking the law. 100%. Let's start off on the right foot and have a conversation, Mr. And I've officer. gotten out of every ticket. Because, because the flip side of the coin, well, now they know the underground reason why you do it. Right. But I was trying to go with the morally uh, 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 a beautiful reason why you do it, <laughs> which is that you're... You don't, if, if you got an aquarium car, right? All clear windows. You can see everything that's going on in, in, on the inside. Like they're watching a movie and you get pulled over. Your first instinct is he's pulling me I'm over because I'm black. Right. right. So what it you doesn't did even is, give me that ability to say that. Right. But, so you installed your own safeguard. Yes. You, you said, listen, I don't want to look at Mr. Officer that way. No, I want to give him the opportunity to just straight up have pulled me over because I broke the law. So let me smoke this car out. So that way, when I got to roll down my window and talk to the cop, I at least know why he pulled me over. 100%. Bro, I got a lot of respect. No, and, and cops That's do too. Genius, actually. And cops do too. I promise you. Every at least since I had my Lincoln that I traded yep. um, to you, and I now have the GMC. Every time I've gotten pulled over, the cop instantly kind of chuckles mm-hmm. and says, "All right," because I'll say to him, "I'll say like, <laughs> officer, I'm not saying you are, and you right. profile people. I'm just, I'd rather not have that." be the thing you know what i'm saying like if you're gonna pull me over because you see tint on my windshield you're like damn i can't see inside that car that's illegal let's go check that out 
that's a cop being a cop. Yep. You are doing it to the textbook of what you're supposed to be doing. Yep. If I am not, like you said, the aquarium car, now we both have, because, you know, you mentioned something earlier about good cops. You know, the majority of cops are good cops, right? Thank let's you just, for saying that. That's just, that's a, it's just a fact. Thank, you. It, Thank it, you. But, but. And just so the audience knows, I'm not like some cop-loving, crazy, law-abiding no, no, citizen. But, I'm a felon. But I do know a lot of good cops. I know I do a lot too. of really, really I, good cops. I do, too. I'm not saying they're the majority of the minority, but having no, the they're, they're the majority. Had, they're the majority. I would think so, too. Absolutely. So, and I, and, and I, and, but here's the thing with a good cop. You don't think he but sees what's going on, but you do. You don't think even a good cop sees what's going on. So since Trayvon Martin, right? It was like up until where our gender problem is now. It was <laughs> we'll the number. It that. was the number one thing in in the news, in the media, right? Yep. Like from Obama to Trump, it was like you know what I'm saying. It was like almost every other month we saw a new video yep. of some whatever. Yep. White cop kills black. The good cops out here that also see that. Right now, let's say you are a good cop. You have no ill intentions in your fucking mind. Right. Period. Here's the driven snow. You pull over four black kids in a car on a routine stop because they blew a stop sign or they didn't use their blinker or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You don't think his mind is also saying to himself, like, I wonder if they're going to treat me. Like, I got to be on a little bit high alert here because I know that with their, you know, last week it was a huge thing. So and so got caught. Uh, with his body cam putting 18 bullets into a young black kid right now, and I know Syracuse is on a hiatus of this shit. Right. His his plateau has changed, too. He's not able to do his job to his full extent. He's yep. walking up there with a pre-prejudice that there's a possibility. These black people hate if me. they even raise their voice a little yep, bit, right? 100%. And that's and, 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 and again, I, 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 the, the biggest problem we have with police right now is that the good ones are not policing now, I don't want to say policing because you're right. Eric is arrested and he's doing time. That's not what I mean. I'm saying that the majority of the time, regardless if it's a killing, a black kid, and a white kid, an unarmed kid, it, as long as there's no just, as long as there's no weapon involved, when those killings happened, right? Any of them, because there's actually more white kids killed every year in America unarmed than black kids that's a that's like a statistical fact like it's like doubled but we hear about all the black ones right why, why do you think that is because they're headlines nobody cares about a white cop killing a white kid it sounds good when you say a white cop killed a black kid now tell them wh- why you think that is money it, it's attention if you first of all you, you if you, wh- why not just put a cop killed a kid right right because then everybody cares 100 right then the religions care then the moms care then the fucking every walk of life cares a cop kills a kid that didn't have a weapon well when you say a white cop killed a black kid a lot of white people could sit back and be like oh, here we go yep. they're all gonna start complaining about this all the black people are gonna say like oh here we go this is fucking normal yep. right mm-hmm. and it's like you know, just start saying a cop killed a kid. But you know what I think a majority. You know what I think happens it is you're exactly right with the majority. But I think it's on both sides. A hundred percent. From what I've heard, just in my travels, the majority of black people are like, "Man, why don't you just say a cop killed a kid? Why not? Why you got to make it one of, on our kids and yeah. then act like that's what it is? It's not just a child. It's one of our, it's one of ours. And then they say, "Why? Why do you have to you know alienate it to be a white cop? Like, why can't it just be?" A, and then you get to the white people and they're like, "Oh Jesus Christ, here we go again. Yeah. Another murderous Satanist white person, you know, ravages yeah. a racist a tendency and kills a black kid." Oh. I think there's a very small subset of people who enjoy continuing to push the racial divide. Let me ask you something. Do you believe the KKK existed? 
Like, I, I think you would have to be a fool. Okay, to say that all right. Um, and I'm happy you say that. There's some people that would have conspiracies about everything, right? Man, what but, the fuck? Did, why okay, the name so, Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump. So, so, <laughs> so, you know, when I say KKK, I don't just mean the organization. I mean like white hooded, of you course, know, yeah, burning absolutely. crosses and stuff like that. A thousand right? percent. So, do we see them anymore? That like that. I, I, well, I think I, honestly, don't don't say I know they're there. I'm I'm just saying on the regular. Do you well, see? I would say they're secluded. Yeah, I I I don't think we would have ever seen them where we live. Even back in the day, I think it was more like a southern Midwest thing. Right. right. I am not educated on that, so if I'm okay. wrong, I'm wrong. But I think if if you're saying are they as prominent, I don't believe they're anywhere near as prominent as the, as they once were. Is it were. that they're not as prominent, or they change their uniform? Well, you know what? Well, okay. So are we are you about to make some inference here and co- conflate two things? Who? Okay. <laughs> when Just Obama, don't tell me it's a badge and a gun, yeah, when Obama, <laughs> when Obama, I'm, 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 I'm not saying this is it. I'm okay. just saying this is a thought. Okay. Right. When Obama was elected, okay. I think one of the best tactics our government ever did on black people was put this man in presidency because it blinded every single one of us nobody gave a shit about anything that had to do with politics we were just like finally we got a black president we got one nobody questioned anything any uh, i'm sorry i'm not nobody african-american in large part african-american people were not questioning shit he could have stood at the podium and said all right now everybody say it with me hail obama everybody would have been oh no he's a black man yes you can trust him right so so (laughs) during that time period right Uh when we think of what kkk members are typically i'm not saying all of them but typically that organization was super right right wing they were super. They when when we think about America being blue and red, right? They typically what, what, you would align them with conservatives, right? Yes. Yep. Right. So those people are also the people that love the Constitution. They love the idea of following the rules. Down. Well, the only here's here's my thing. <laughs> okay. While Obama was in presidency, I don't think that you would have seen a lot of these organizations out in public like that because there was a black president and these are the type of people that take this idea of presidency and our government so serious right like whoever's up there the country's going to listen to and that and like we are have to wait the kkk quieted down because they were bowing to obama because Not he made ob- it to president nope okay. i'm saying they quieted down and re-strategized okay. as an idea how right. the hell did one of them blacks become president of my freedom right. land so these okay. 30 plus year old men, i did it too with the country boys Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> these 20 30 year old plus people who men i should say were maybe part of this organization again this is just a thought okay what if while president obama was in office for eight years they were training their sons nephews and not training but getting them through the police academies right like not saying that they turn the police academies into a racist organization i'm saying that like right now the new york state police the, ruben you can look this up there's a there's a, a problem in our ny um pd that there are gangs forming in the police okay where they have actual names i can't tell you any of the names off the top of my head but they're okay. like registered gangs in the police right and these guys where where, where are nypd our- where will our listeners be able to live? Because um, people right now are saying I, he's out of I, his fucking mind. No, 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 no. I'm um, not saying you are. I'm saying where somebody, do we let I'm, them read about it? Uh, I mean, this, just Google. This show Google, is if you, big on giving them the information. Absolutely. If okay. you Google NYPD officer gang, like uh, 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 officers gang, in gangs, in, in gangs okay. or whatever, there's a um, there's this lady that was just, I fucking forgot her name. She looks almost like Candace. Okay. But she was talking about it, and I, looked, I Googled the NYPD officer's um, 
becoming gangs and there's this list of you know these people obviously this is a projected thing so like okay. they you know they're gonna have to do investigations so my whole thing is is that like the cops could have been the next placement for the new generation of what i guess i don't want to say white supremacy because they're above that it, it would be like kkk organizations whereas like you can't walk around with a white hood on anymore not in america you're not going to be able to do that not unless if you're on your own little fucking town you're not going to be able to walk in new york and anywhere down in manhattan and walk around with that thing someone's going to beat you up or 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 it could be a white person they just it's not a, a socially well, accepted I don't think, but you got to remember dude also the kkk did not walk around with their hoods i, on. I know that they did it, it was night time right 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 Right. They're not going to do that anywhere, though. There's nowhere to get that done at. The America's been. It's not like back in. Aren't the, you the same guy just telling me that you can drive through certain parts of the Midwest and you you can't even get out of your car if you're a white guy, or there's other parts where you can't get out of your car if you're a black guy. But and you those, don't think that there's small subset areas where there's still heavily racist people practicing doing KKK. rituals at night. Yeah. Okay. So take away those very small spots. I'm saying in heavily populated areas where okay. there's a lot of diversity, you're not going to see that, right? But what you could do, it wasn't back then either, though. There wasn't heavily populated. There wasn't diversity. any fucking KKK on horses riding around New York City and Chicago and Detroit, and it was in country ass bumpkin towns where they were throwing crosses on the only black guy in the neighborhood's front yard and burning it up. Why doesn't anybody film it anymore? I because I believe that it's very it's not happening as much anymore. Or did they I think did they could they? Ha I didn't. I'm not saying. I this would say is there's a, a lot more I, evidence to support the fact that it's not cool to be a KKK member anymore. I think so too. I, I believe so too. Put a badge would, on instead. <laughs> Turn it blue instead of white. You really think that? I don't think that that's the majority of cops. So don't take that out of context. I'm saying no, that. But I'm if, saying you really think the KKK restructured and interwove themselves into the police system? Yes. What evidence do you? I'll it's believe not, anything. It's what not, evidence it's, do you have to support that? It's because I know a, you're a logic guy. It's just an idea. It, it's like you know, if you are somebody that's angry at another race and you wanted to eradicate it and make this country whole again if it was natives if it's against blacks if it's against anybody that's against america at that point right ask you a question why not get paid to do it the the logic the statement that you made has a logical end if you're going to do anything you could say if you're going to do anything why not get paid to do it so i think no matter who you insert as the assailant that that sentence makes sense but Another other jobs though that they could do like doctors. Why would they? Why would they send their? If if, if, if I'm just saying in a theory in this kind of theory, if I had why wouldn't you have them be teachers to then indoctrinate more white kids to hate blacks? Why wouldn't the, you then in, because the in, educational system has too many loopholes and people that you have to answer to, whereas police stations. You think with the amount of affirmative action groups, the amount of police oversight agencies, the amount of people in New that York, are all over the country, who do they get overseen by? Oh, there's oversight committee. There's internal affairs. There's they've as time has gone on the amount in, in New York in particular, but mostly not, not mostly, but there's obviously a lot more in left leaning states. The amount of legislation like legislation has increased since one anno domini. So every year that's gone by, they're not making less laws. They're making more. Mm -hmm. So if in the middle of the civil rights movement, they started having civil rights movements and they started doing, you know, uh, um, what's the word? Desegregating buses, desegregating schools, dese and the movement was then to push towards an equal society and legislation. And then, not, you know, what I'm saying is, back then there wasn't groups like Black Lives Matter. 
Right. Okay. And they had access. So like a logic statement, there was zero black lives matter. There was 100 KKK. So in what today, about black Panthers? what's that? What about black Panthers? Not in the beginning times of the KKK. You're talking about way back when they're riding horses. There wasn't black Panthers riding around on horses. Okay. So what my point is, as the years go by, legislation increases, oversight increases, which is why we have Elon Musk buying Twitter saying, wait a minute, we've gotten to the point where you're censoring American voices for Christ's sake, there's so much goddamn legislation. That's why you have such a strong conservative movement and people who support like Donald Trump and the far right-leaning MAGA Republicans because they're going, no way, man, government is intermingled in my personal life too much. There's too much legislation. There's too much oversight. What I'm saying is in a in a day, in a time where there was no oversight and hardly any legislation, the KKK was a small subset of people that yeah. were viciously racist and terrible. Yeah. Now, in a day where you have a tremendous amount of oversight and a tremendous amount of legislation, to then say that 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 group has then grown ten times as large and infiltrated the police say, system. No, no, no. I didn't say that they grew. I'm just even saying stayed that the, the same that, in size, but then progressed enough to infiltrate something as solid as the police wh- why, system. But why would it be infiltrating if they if their nephews go through the academy the way they're supposed to? I well, because bro, I, you know how many officers today's name are now Rodriguez, Sanchez, Williams, I, and I, Jackson, again, again, I, it's really Vladimir hard Motsik. in New York to use it as an example because you're right. We're so like do intermingled. I think that, do I think that out in in uh, West Can and Texas, where they shot fucking Varsity Blues, that some country ass cops have inter intermingled some of their buddies who are KKK in the local townships police department. And if you drive through there and you're black, you're fucked. Absolutely, I can. We're not going to see a lot of the police. We do see police brutality here, obviously, in New York yeah. because they use excessive force. But that's usually what it is. It ends up being an excessive force situation. Okay. You don't really see like the shootings. You know, cops here, are, I think, built different. I think that if you even want to be a New York City police officer, you have to probably be built different. At least the Agreed. jump out boys, are not the street, uh, you know, giving out citations and right. stuff like that. But if you get into certain units in New York, you're probably. Yeah, that's why every. That, what's that movie, Third Watch? That's a good. I'm not exam- too sure, but the a, troopers in right, like the troopers for the fair, they're all fucking badasses. Yeah, they're like big boys. Every one of them is a badass, right? Yeah. So when I look at these guys, sometimes I say to myself, I'm like, you should have been either this or military or something. Okay. Like you're meant for that. Right? By the way, just so you guys know, Nate served uh, very proudly in the United States Army, so we appreciate you for that. Always yeah. recognize that. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, don't let me get into that. Well, that's a whole other cut. But man, you did the time, right? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The no. same way that I walk into a group of brothers and they know I have a DIN number, they treat me differently. Okay. And 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 I think that if you want to better this world, and your idea growing up as a kid is a genuine heart. I want you know I want to I want to serve my community. I want to be a part of America's um, protection. That's what you do. You join the army. Yeah. And I look at like you know in twenty twenty era. If I'm 10, 15 years old and I'm thinking I want to be a cop with all the only examples I've had has been pretty much like, I mean, you know, you, you they never um, headline good stories, right? Well, I mean, that, every, once, every, once while, every once in a while, you'll see a cop save somebody and like right. they make it like a big deal, right? right? Right. But most of the stories that in the last 10 years have been bad stories, right? right. Even if that's not the majority representation of police. Okay. The, the 
your examples as a kid seeing it like what would make you want to be a cop you're underpaid right it's not for the job title it is we they all it, well the it, same reason to maybe want to be a cop as a kid you watch an episode of you know miami vice or csi or right and you see detectives job. and you say to yeah. yourself like oh i want to do that but that's not being a cop right, right. like nobody says oh i want to be a uh, a syracuse police officer so i could pull people over and give them fucking tint tickets well, no one ever says that. i don't think they ever no, have the only reason you'd want to be a cop is one day man you like want to instill robbers. your fucking power on yeah. somebody or, or be god with a gun yeah, yeah be god you. with a gun whatever the case may be and a lot of times what's the joke like you were bullied in high school and then you know yeah. being a cop yep. it becomes like your payback you, you or couldn't whatever boss in school so now you're a cop right you could boss and now. i just i think the genuine hearted people i know there's genuine good cops because both of us know good cops mm -hmm. um they were good people before they were good they were cops yes Yes. Um, I think there's a big thing to say in that. Like yep. if you're, there's a lot of shitty people who then graduate and are given a fucking gun. And it's like, there's actually an officer here in Syracuse that is, um, in so many open lawsuits, including one of my boys. I mean, he even fits them. Like he like looks in the mirror and he's like, how can I look the stereotype? You know what I'm saying? Like literally he says that like in court, I, I saw this guy. I'm like, it's so funny. You guys judge my boy by his cover it's like I'm, I'm i mean i'm not saying he is but like if you could draw a racist like he fucks <laughs> what's, what's a racist look dude, like? uh, you know, if i had to draw one it would be like walter white from fucking breaking okay, bad gotcha. you know like bald fucking goatee goatee is a go-to okay for a, if you're gonna have any facial hair yeah. it's always a goatee nothing else okay right just a goatee bald is usually a big thing uh okay. bald white guy is when I when I was locked up, you, you hit the nail right on the head. It was forearm tattoos. Yeah, it was on steroids. Yeah, it was bald. It was yeah. goatee, and it was like the it was like the mustache into the fumi. Always, yeah. always. You it's, know what's crazy is back before I got locked up, and I and I was a country ass guy with a racist. You fucking ain't right, I did. <laughs> I was bald with a goddamn goatee. He said, you fucking ain't right, I did. I don't know what it is about the goatee. I don't know, dude. It's I, one I, well, of the things. It's, it's one of those things that you like, saw one you are it. what you eat. You know, like that's yeah. the person you're fashioning yeah. yourself after. No, it yeah. is. I get it's, it. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> Ruben, how are we doing on time? I know you had a hard stop at a particular thing. Are you sure? No, Appreciate the, you, bro. The goatee, the, uh, my thing is, is that like, again, we do wear covers right we know mm -hmm. what we look like real quick are you sure ruben yeah i appreciate you bro all right that's the best producer in the world right <laughs> uh uh we 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 do know what we look like right yep. and sometimes I, I nowadays it's different than back in the day you didn't have examples all over the country at your fingertip to see what stuff looks like um i know what i look like you know what i think people i don't think people realize how fucking powerful that is they know and, and having that device at their fingertips right right how nefarious no they and do how powerful no they do and I mean, you're probably right with the majority but people do know how powerful it is and that's the why we're, that we're do are either at. doing really good or really dangerous shit like with tate it. tate knows exactly how powerful it is and that's mm -hmm. how he was able to do the waves that he was able to do. i love tate on piers morgan so so, so Andrew, you really do believe that you should be smacking your girl and calling her a bitch and having sex with multiple people? Uh, no, Piers, it's an act. Yeah. Well, it's an act. Uh, yes, Piers, there's going to be certain things I have to do that uh, will uh, you know, embellish on the normal goings-on of my yeah. life to uh, create a larger viewership and following on social media as he's beating and playing chess yeah. in five minutes. Uh, I fuck with Tate. We, we've talked about Andrew it. Tate's the kind of guy that I'd love to go out with and have a few beers because I know that there's a certain portion of him that is the cigar. Like that dude's dressed to the nines. When yes. you go out, he's trimming every hair. He's dressed. He smells good. He's like, you're almost like, man, if I was gay, I'd fuck that guy. Right. Yeah. 
But then you, you no, know, he's he, got his shit together. He's very masculine, old school. Kind and, of. and he's the kind of guy that he's the kind of guy that at 86 years old is going to look exactly the same way with yes. wrinkles. He's going to be wearing the same yeah. clothes because he has his convictions. Yeah. He knows that his routine, he knows that his hygiene, he knows that his acumen, yeah. excuse me, as it pertains to business, he knows that his ability to be book read and the monster's biting back, sorry. Um, book read, good vocabulary. It just all those things he understands are what makes him what he is. Right, right, right. And he's never going to let go of no, that. It's what defines him. No, gonna... All right, so I got this whole whiteboard up here yeah. shit we were supposed to go through, but we went off on the cop story for quite a while. <laughs> it's okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I want to, um, we, we, we were, we wanted to get in this, this, now that we're on race, I was going to go politics and gender, but we'll stay on race right now because we're already there and that, that kind of, that, that track suit's already warmed up. I asked you to do something. I asked you to do a homework assignment. <laughs> do you remember what that? You got it. You got it. He's got it. No so, worry. ladies and gentlemen, when Nate and I decided we were going to do this show, I said to him, "Hey, man, we, <laughs> we got to do this thing. You're going to go first because I know you got a banger. It's just waiting. <laughs> it's it's in. It's loaded. It's cocked and it's yeah. ready." So I said to Nate, "I said, listen, man, we're going to open up a racial discussion. We're going to have a, a dialogue and a discourse about certain things." Um, from the perspective of somebody of color and somebody who's your typical middle-class white boy corn-fed coming out the country, and we're going to have that conversation, show people that you can have it, because people need to understand the strength of discourse and understand the strength of understanding one another and Absolutely. being able to have this this conversation respectfully. So I said, here's what we're going to do, because I there's only there's very few people in this world that I know, and, this, and I'm making a big statement here. There's very few people in this world that I know could have this conversation Mm-hmm. And I would almost want to say Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson, but but Dwayne Johnson is Samoan, right? Yeah, he's right, Samoan right, right. or American yeah. Hawaiian, yeah. so he's technically uh, of an ethnic origin. And his, Jack Black and and Kevin Hart could do it. Okay, you think so? Absolutely. Okay. I, I would tend to agree with I you. Fuck with Jack Black. I feel. I so do I. <laughs> but I feel like it wouldn't be taken seriously. No, 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 no. No, we would watch like, it and just laugh the whole time. That's a fact. <laughs> Jack Black would show up wearing a, like a three foot gold chain and his pants around his ass. But so what I said is, I said, here's what we got to do. I said, for the people of of ethnic origin out there that want to know certain things about white folks, yeah. how they function, what they do, how they operate, what they say, pick five of the most burning questions that you think black people want to know about white people. I'm going to pick the top five things that I think white people want to know about black people, <laughs> or at least five of the top ones. We didn't do a poll or anything. And then we're just going to go rapid fire and say whatever comes off the dome. So <laughs> you go first. Oh, man, this was hard. This was hard. But my first question to all white people, all white families, this cannot be a mixed family. This is a white person thing. Okay. Why do white families find it imperative to have decorative towels in their bathroom? (laughs) No, like, no, like, no. I'm being dead ass serious. What is the point of the decorative towel? Bro, I remember that you can't clean your hands. I I remember the first time I. I, 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 I'm laughing because I'm just as pissed (laughs) off as you that I can't use my own house. You got it, don't you? I can't, I can't touch you my own towel. You have a decorative towel. I'm just as frustrated oh about my, my decorative God, I towel knew as you it. are. Nikki, shout out to she. She put it there, too. Bro, she, I'm telling you, if you even get a little bit of water Oh, my God. I, I, I decorated my first apartment, and I, I'll never forget going through Walmart, and I saw these fucking towels, and I'm like, wait a minute. Those are the towels that they always buy. Wait, that towel's like seven dollars more than a towel that I would use to wash my whole body. And like, why would I have that in my house? What's the point? 
Bro, you know how many white kids go in their grandma's bathroom and their mom's bathroom and are just eternally frustrated? Bro, do you know? Do you, <laughs> he said eternally frustrated. It's the truth, bro. Do you know bro, how much? Dry my hands. Do you know how much shit that there is on the back of a white person's toilet that you can't touch? Oh my! Oh there's my God! The potpourri, there's all potpourri. The fucking, oh there's my fucking, God! There's a Reader's Digest. Uh, we could have went on for days for that. <laughs> I just wanted to know about the towel because I've, I've, I swear to God, every because like I said, I grew up in Lincourt. There's yeah. a lot of all white families, and every time I was over, I was very accepted in a lot of people's houses. And I had a few black friends, mixed friend, mixed family yep. even, where there was a one white person in the uh, uh, parent. Okay. The dual white parent households yep. had decorative They towels. got some badass Betty Crocker towels I in there. I don't get they it. They got some sort of embroidered design. Bro. And then, you know what the best part is? They change them with the seasons. I fucking, they do. <laughs> you got pumpkins on it on Halloween. Oh God, they do. They so do. It goes in the decorative uh, box in the yeah. It's in the box in the basement right by the furnace. Man, that you can't if touch someone can DM me or put it in the comments and under, let, help I'm me understand. I'm going to tell you what it is. Okay, I'm going to tell you what it is. It's the obsession, and it, it came from, I think, like the baby boomer era, okay. where, where it goes along with a term that we have in white families called keeping up with the Joneses, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, what okay. It is, is, you know, you go over to, to, to Tom and Susie Williams' house, yeah. and well, they got the white picket fence, and yeah, yeah, Tom's yeah. got the newest GM automobile, yeah, 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 and when yeah, you yeah. go inside, they have the plush uh, carpet, and uh, you don't have Berber because uh, that's just unspeakable. Yeah, yeah. But if you go in the bathroom, Nate, there's a nice embroidered towel. Uh, Mrs. Johnson has it there folded neatly over, and you don't use this to wash your hands. Yeah, because oh, no. that's, that's not why they made it. There's paper towels there Fuck. for that. Yeah, bro. It, it's a th- it frustrates oh the God. shit. All white kids go out and play, and it's like, Tommy, wash up for dinner. Yeah. Okay, Mom. Yeah. We went upstairs, we wipe our hands off, we wash it, then we go, shit, and we end up with dirty shirts <laughs> right here. It goes right here. Yo, yep. I'm crying. So I'd love to have a better answer yeah, for you as far as why, but that's definitely <laughs> the, the how. Um, that was my first one. What's your first one? What you got for me? Okay. Do black guys really have bigger dicks? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm not gay, so I can't. Yeah, but locker experience. room, you know yeah. what I mean? Army. <laughs> Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nah. Because <laughs> that means you going around the locker room like, Hmm? No, hmm? no, oh, no, okay. no, but here's what I know. Oh my As God, a young I got man great... growing up in high school when there's 12 guys walking out of the shower and one of them's going like this. No, 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 bro, bro, bro. I got the best story for you. Okay. And it goes right along. This. Okay. And it goes against that because it was a white dude. See, I already know the answer. Oh but my because God. This my, is... my fellow white <sighs> brethren out there didn't do prison time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, no, I, I, I know what you're saying. I think it is a stereotype that, um, it, 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 you know, it, it, it might have something to do with, if I was speaking scientifically, I would say that black people uh, are, African people mm-hmm. are the original people, and um, procreation was a survival tactic. And I think that not having, because back then sex wasn't a pleasure thing, it was only for procreation, right? right? Not and having I, kids. And I think the same reason black women have bigger hips um, because they're more childbearing. Okay, it might have had something to do with that, like like a like a like um maybe because of a bigger dick, it had a, a something to do with like being able to produce. I know it has nothing to do with sperm right. and stuff like that. But so just, you're talking about reproductive features in both male I just and think, female. Yeah, I just think it was okay. just a little bit bigger in general. But great story, real quick. I walk into Planet Fitness. This is about two years ago. Okay, I got my headphones on. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> Every dick story starts Every like this, by the way. I walked into Planet Fitness. Dude, I, I grabbed a grape Tootsie Roll. <laughs> I walk into the locker room, and there's this guy. He's standing at the basically the first locker, okay. right? Butt naked. This always happens. Towel swung over his shoulder. Did he have he, one foot on the bench? Uh, no, but he okay. was. But he did have the towel like over his shoulder. Guy, I think. Okay. And this guy wasn't that old. So he had the Superman cape. 
I'm bobbing my head, not paying attention. I don't care, man. It doesn't, right. but whatever, dude. You want to slang it, whatever. But <laughs> when I walk by, my peripheral noticed something. I didn't look twice, but it was so fucking big. His dick, <laughs> this dude's dick was so big. It, I've told a lot of people this story because the, here's where I get pissed off. <laughs> it was so big that when I got to my locker, I said to myself, like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> now I got this dude's dick in my head, right? <laughs> you know, hang on, it goes even further. Bro, I know the feeling. Hang on, it goes man. even I further. Just... It goes even further. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. Just, you know what I'm saying? Get this on. You're gonna mad at yourself. I'm You're like, get this I dick this, out of my dude, head. I got a vivid picture of this dude's big ass dick in my head. <laughs> it's bothering me. So I go to work out. We're right? going to come talk about all the things that no one else <laughs> yeah. will talk about. Every guy feels this way, I by go the way. out there and then I start lifting and yep. I see this guy. He must have just gotten there too and was just taking mad long to get ready. I Looked thought like maybe he, he was on his way. paper stuff done No, he had, he had biker short oh, shorts no. on. And all I could think, this is where I got pissed. All I could think of is, where'd it go? <laughs> where the fuck did it go? Why, why is it hanging out the bottom? You're looking at his ass crack. Like, yo, how did he I'm, put it I'm, I'm like, yo, your dick was so unnecessarily big uh, and now in my brain that I'm now concerned on like, where did you do with it? Right. And why isn't it hanging out? Why am I thinking about your dick? <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's, I don't know too many other people's dick size, but that dude at Planet Fitness was a white male and my man was packing heat. Okay. And it pisses me off because even right now, all I'm thinking about is like, why? Why was it so big? Now, were you like, hey, I'm the black dude. I'm supposed to have the big dick well, I mean, here. I'm packing too, but like, I'm just like, I'm thinking in my head like, bro, where did it go? Right. You were wearing short shorts and I know, I don't think he had like, I wear compression yeah, shorts Yeah, yeah, you didn't me. have no bike shorts I don't think on. he had that. Yeah. I'm like, bro, did you tuck <laughs> it up in there? Like, what? Am I up? So I, I just want to just oh, yeah, go, go off. off. No, just go off of that. So as far as the answer to the question is concerned, you, what you're saying is you, you I think you, it's a genetic, just a, a need. A here's, need. I, I th here, in my experience, here's here's what it is. Like I, I, I've been blessed myself, but I so you know when I went into prison and I was in a when I was the as a white man I was the minority in uh -huh. the shower. Okay, I, and when you're in shock camp, all my shock guys out there know that you get a minute and a half. I think it is. Yeah, it's or very a militant. It's like get in there get wet get the fuck out yep. it, it is what it is so you got dicks swinging around oh, spinning, yeah. there's fucking dicks everywhere it's just a nightmare for a heterosexual male <laughs> contrapositive <laughs> I think, they, I think like, for even a gay man it would be it, it a might nightmare be. it would it might too be much. exciting at first and i'm like i could well it's uh, no it's too wrong much. wrong environment <laughs> so i i could say this um i, I was just as well equipped as as my yeah. teammates but for the exceptions there they were fucking small mammals yeah. hanging from their fucking I don't know. I think it's definitely i mean you know you know blonde hair blue eyes is a genetic hiccup in okay. a sense of like what dna it's means not, yeah i mean we were talking about this it's not effectively functional right in, right in and I, it's probably nature. just affected other parts of like uh evolution in okay. the body you know what i'm saying i don't <laughs> think there's a i don't <laughs> so so we okay so we, un we unpacked Jim the black Dicks. guy in the dick thing my, my so our conclusion on the, the so our conclusion on the towel thing is white people have them it's white mothers trying to look pretty for other white mothers it pisses every white kid off uh black guys have bigger dicks not necessarily but when they do they're way bigger except yeah. for that one guy that nate met at yeah. fitness um and the year up all right we hear this all the time in black people okay but why is it that with white people we never hear you talk about your cousins um I think because you haven't been to Cato. 
<laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Because I got like six cousins out there. No, but you know what I mean though. Like every black guy I've ever talked to, it's yeah. like, oh yeah, that's my cousin. Yeah, that's my cousin. That's my cousin. Oh yo, my cousin could do that. Yep. Yo, matter of fact, you yo, you need something? Yo, hit my cousin. Yep. I don't know if I've ever heard any of my white friends ever talk about their cousins. That's okay. So I, that's <laughs> I can understand it. Yeah. It's definitely not as prevalent because when, when I was locked up, I'd be up on Eight Gallery in El- Elmira and be like, hey yo, cousin, yo, that's my cousin Rayquan. Man, he down there. Man, he from. He from the queues. Yeah. Yo, he can come up here. Get him up here. That's okay. my nephew. Over that's here. My, yeah, nephew that's and cousin. Yeah. Yep. What up, Neff? What up, cuz? Yeah. What up, Unc? Yeah, Unc. Yep. If you're older, a little bit older than 100%. The guy. <laughs> yep. Um, so I think I think honestly, man, it's just the the because I think maybe it, it, it probably has something to do maybe more with inner city families. Maybe that the family stayed closer together. I don't know. You know, because I know I asked we the question cousins. and I, I think I have an answer to I think it's probably to what you just said. Uh, the typical african-american household right now is a single mother household I, yeah so the the kids in those scenarios not having maybe a father or a brother well the, a lot of times there's there's uh siblings but to to create the family dynamic you have to start to reach out to the or what about this would you would you is there truth to this that the typical black male and i think we're again we're leaning towards the inner city population yeah the typical black male is not um monogamous he's going around and he's right 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 <laughs> so, right, that's my bro yeah yeah that's my bro no, that's Randy. actually my neighbor he lives two houses down whereas like automatically if a black person knows another yeah, black person yeah that's my yeah. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo that's so crazy okay what you All got right. i love it okay so this is one that particularly disaffected me when i was locked up how come all white boys are punk ass white boys <laughs> yo yo <laughs> Yo, an undesirable white guy is automatically a punk, punk ass, ass white, white boy. boy, right? Yep. You know what? You got to blame that on. Can like, I ask you a question? And I'm <laughs> going to use go the word, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, because you know where I'm, where I'm asking. It's, it's a phrase commonly used in the black, especially black inner city community. It's punk ass white boy and bitch ass nigga, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So can you define for my white brethren what a, what a punk ass white boy? Is? How much trouble am I going to get in for no, saying no, that just no, now, Ruben? Right. Am I, am no, I safe? Right. Because no, he got a G pass right now we giving them the, we giving them the pass right now okay no um i you know what i don't know and you're right because it's always if it's a but i'm not, I'm not know, crazy right this it's has there. nothing to do with who says it either okay. like if i say it i'm saying the same thing like you bitch ass nigga yeah you know what i'm saying but or bum I, ass as well bum, yeah yeah yep. no but you're right why is it always punk nah, Punk ass white I, boy. Bro, I would I think be it just rolls off the tongue nice. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm you, saying it, there's so no you know answer. It's crazy, but here's the thing. Here's what's crazy. Punk ass I think white the, the reason, and this is we're realizing something right now. The reason that you're asking me these things is because you already have an answer in your head that's actually largely factual. And I ha- and for everyone that I've come up with, I've had kind of the same thing. And the reason I'm asking the question is because I have a preconceived notion of what I think the yeah, answer right, is. Yeah, right, right, right. So I want to see if you're right or wrong. I think kind that's of more what we're doing. We're yeah. validating. So my my <clears> this is what I think. When I got locked up right when i when i first got locked up big ass black dude right the 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 og on the pod or the or the 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 the, the, the bnoc okay mm-hmm. comes up to me 
hey, yo, let me get your brownie. And I'm like, what? Hey, yo, let me get your brownie. Bro, I'm hungry as fuck. I've been in reception for two days. I've ate a bologna sandwich and a packet of mustard, and I've been mm-hmm. sleeping on a fucking toilet paper roll. I'm eating this brownie. Man, I don't know if you heard me, but I said, give me a motherfucking brownie. Bro, all right, so here's what we're going to do. We're either going to put some blood up in each other's mouths right now over this brownie, or I'm going to eat my brownie, and you're going to understand that I'm not the one. Mm-hmm. Man, fucking man, this white man, fucking white boy, man. Okay. And he walks away. Okay? Mm-hmm. Next kid that comes in, I watch him. Hey, yo, let me get your brownie. Huh? Yo, let me get your brownie. Okay. Next kid that comes in. These are white kids coming in. Oh, okay. I I watched, and and I because I believe there's some truth to it. Because we're talking about fold a little bit more. You're saying because here's why. Because here's why. Because they're scared too. In white culture, okay. Number one, if if we push back on a black person, we're racist. I right. One hundred percent. So so if if Jamel, a six foot five, two hundred and eighty pound black dude, comes over and he and he set like. Because he didn't, okay, you're a white person. Hey, man, can I have your brownie? Yeah, man. He said, let me get that brownie. He didn't ask me a question. He's in, in he prison, told me. He's in prison, life is, is flipped where he can then become the, you're the oppressed. The, the minority, exactly. You're the oppressed. So, but it's he also becomes, the vernacular, And he too. knows that, he though. Does. That's he does. That's the thing. He's using his, his position in his voice to- Intimidate. Yes. 100%. But he also knows, so here's the thing, right? So- when it's also in the language too. And yeah. here's what I learned when I got locked up. Okay. Black dudes. Hey, hey, yo, let me get that. Let me hold that. Yo, let me get that. Let me hold that brownie. Let me hold that cigarette. Let me get this. Let me get that. Nah, man, fuck you. That's mine. You can't have that. That's mine's. And it's like, and then you eventually learn, oh, it, well, I didn't have to give it to him. No way. He was asking me a question. Right. Let me get that as a question. Like, let do me you hold have a that cigarette as a to spare? Yeah. Yo, Lou, a- let me hold a cigarette. Yeah. You have to listen to the intonation and, and the inflection of the voice. And what I very quickly, see my first round in, when I got locked up back when I was 19 years old, 20 years old, buying methadone pills from the, from the east side, I went into prison, or excuse me, into, into jail, and it was let me get let me get your tray the whole motherfucking meal and I was like well man I'm really man motherfucker I said let me get that tray or you gonna be sleeping real quick all right bro fine and then I went back to my cell and sat there and waited for the phone call so I could go yo dad they're gonna kill me in here dad can you please post the yeah. bail money I did I literally looked at my dad through the glass and cried to him that they're gonna kill me in here mm-hmm. part of me knew I could survive if I needed to yeah the other part of me knew if I tugged on my dad's heartstrings hard enough that he yeah. would get me out right yeah. so. I was a punk ass white boy my first go around. The second go around, I had nothing to lose. I think the term might have also come from because uh, I can see somebody saying it in like a movie or a or like a song right. way back in the day, and it just stuck. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like punk. When I think of punk, when I think of the word, just take out a take right. each one of them out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punk to me sounds like. I'm afraid to die. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of genre yeah, yeah. of music. So it's yeah. just like, I feel like maybe that's where, maybe they, they take that that idea of what punk is and then just attach it I to gotcha. white boy throw ass in the middle because it right, sounds better. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody you. did it in like a song or something okay. or a movie and it just stuck. I could see Samuel L. Jackson like back in the day on like an old movie being like, yeah. punk I had what boy? Or like some like old times, you know, I get uh, it. 
old school Southern, because that's got had to be where it came from. I would tend the to South, think so. You know, punk air. More the boy. context of the question being, what? Why is it still like? Well, the that, why, why do why do they bitch? Why do they make white, <laughs> white guys? I guess you know, it's, <laughs> it's from serving time. It really is. It's watching them bitch up so many yeah, white guys, yeah, yeah. and I want to be like, yo, just push back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then he's gonna then he might want to fight me. Yeah. So hit his ass. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah. can't. Why? Because he's a black guy. What's well, they're gonna think I'm racist? And I remember thinking to myself, yeah. man, it's so fucked up. And I also remember thinking, man, now I know exactly how they feel. They got us all on eggshells. Right? So on out That's there, crazy. you know, they're on eggshells. In here, I'm on eggshells. And for the completely different reason, it's fucked up, bro. All right. But get <laughs> with the next one. I got you. <laughs> this is why. Fun. Why is it in the summer? And I, Let me ask. Do you do you tan or burn? Uh, well, I burn and then I tan. Okay. Perfect. Unless I bring my SPF 30. Perfect. <laughs> why is it in the summer? Every white person has done this. Okay. They feel the need to tell a black person or colored person, I'm, I'm almost, almost as, as dark, dark as you. <laughs> I Bro, if that's not the most racist <laughs> shit, like, yo, yo, every one of my white friends that is going to see this, they know I've said it before in the past. I don't care if you're Italian and you tan well. Bro, you're not as dark as me. Right. It just ain't happening. <laughs> and I know that it's like, it's got to be like a narcissistic thing where you just want me to validate and say, like, yeah, you're getting there. Like, yeah. fuck out of here with that shit. That shit be killing me every so summer. Can I tell you something, honestly? <laughs> so, ahead. a couple things. So, <laughs> every oh. summer it happens, bro. Every single summer. I, I can, I'm sure it does. And here's <laughs> what I can tell you. So, we live in, so there's two There's two things here that run parallel. One is, bro, it's desirable to be tan. It's sexy. Yeah, no, right? it, it makes you and look when better. I'm in the gym Absolutely. and there's a brother working out next to me and he's got a shirt. I'm like, bro, fucking with Shows, the shadows, man. Definitions. Why you gotta be like, right. I'm bigger than you. You look better because right, you're right. you're like, what the fuck? That's dude? why they spray you down at the bodybuilding. Bro, why stuff. you think Jay Cutler looked like he was right, right, fucking right. Phil Heath right, at the right. same time? Because yeah, it shows more shadows. It accentuates striations in the muscles. Darker skin is more conducive to aesthetically pleasing. Absolutely. It's the truth. It's part of the reason that I find black women attractive, right? right. And you got to tread lately when you say that you're a white guy. Every you know racist black dude is well, fuck. Let's get him. It's like no, but black, no, no, no. White women are beautiful. Beautiful. Black women are beautiful. There's features of black women that are highly desirable. Right, Me, right, right. I like curves. My right. wife is a curvy woman. She's beautiful. My wife, if you had to compare body types, would be closer probably to what a traditional black girl would look like. Right, I right. hope I don't offend her by saying that. Not What I mean is I'm showing that my wife is ex excessively curvy yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in the lady places. No, right, 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 she's right. big busted. She's got wide hips. She's got a beautiful rear end. Anybody tries to look at it, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> But we're gonna stop there. Throw a disclaimer out yeah. there. Word of me, that I didn't give you anybody. permission. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't, don't go searching. Just take my fucking word for exactly. it. Word of me. But you know, they're they're like you said earlier. You know, childbearing features. Yeah, 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 yeah. Highly desirable. Right. Black men are very genetically gifted in physique. You know, in even athletics. when they're really skinny, even yeah, like you go to the black, basketball court, like you see two dolls. black yep. kid, but you see a black and a white dude that are super skinny with their shirts off for whatever reason. From a distance, the black guy looks like he has a little bit of a chest. Hundred percent, it could be flat as fuck, yep. but for 100%. whatever reason, is that you little see bit. triceps? You yeah, see a little yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's no. Uh, uh, traditionally, I gotta speak for every white guy and be like, when you're at the beach, you're jealous. Even the skinny black guy that never works out, you just watched him eat Doritos, he looks like he jerk off and smoke a Dutch, and he looks like fucking right, Phil right. Heath got put in a dryer for an hour. And listen, chat, just just know I agree with him, and I understand. That doesn't give you, don't be telling me the, in this summer, hey, Nate, 
<laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> you get a bunch of people I'm sending you pictures that, of their forearms. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna shut that shit down. Like, so right. ready? I get darker too, motherfucker. What are you talking about? I was gonna say another thing too. When I said there's two things that oh, run yeah. parallel, we live in a society where black culture, maybe it's black inner city culture, maybe it's hip hop. There you go. I didn't. I hope I didn't disrespect anybody no, 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 by no, conflating no. the two because no, no, no. I mean it as sincerely as possible. The hip hop culture is. Glorified, right? Hundred percent. Um, Biggest you know, influence in the bottoms, world. Um, Gucci, Fendi, Balenciaga, we do. everything. It, it is, man. So, like, when let me put it this way, I'll, I'll tell you a, a quick short story. All right, when I was locked up in county jail, there was a group of dudes. Okay, um, and I don't really want to get give names because I'm not sure how each one of them would take it. But they were all black dudes. They were originally came off as very gangster, very hardcore, very not accepting to me until we played basketball mm-hmm. and. And me and a couple other kids smoked their boots. Mm-hmm. And then next time it was time to pick teams, it was like, yo, get the white boy. He yeah, nice, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I can tell you something. You guys Later, met on a... Met on a we, 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 there was a plane that we were even, mm-hmm. right? And, and it didn't matter about color of anything, history of anything, culture of anything. We were there to play a game because there was food riding on it. And in yeah. jail, that's currency. Absolutely. And they're like, he is our best chance at winning. Let's get... It was... We were playing, I think, three on threes. There was two of them. Or no, four on four. And it was three of them and me. Later that evening, one of them said something, and and uh, again to use this word strictly in context, mm-hmm. this this man was talking. He's like, "Yo, yo, the nigga Grams crossed up on him, and then he went over here, and the nigga Luke dunked on him." And for a moment, I felt like racial lines were crossed. Mm-hmm. Like they used that word to describe me, right? They, now you're their boy. So I could because I've asked myself the question before, and it was originally a question that I was going to ask you: Why is it okay for a black person to call another black? My God, I'm let, so let happy me, you just me, asked. But let me this. finish what I'm saying though, because I already understand the answer. <laughs> yeah. But I want your take as well. Why is it okay for a black person to call another black person a nigga? But the minute a white person goes, "Yo, that's my nigga," the room goes silent. That's right. record scratching sound and tire screeching and glass yeah. breaking. Everybody looks at him, and I realize because it's the same way that I found that he used that term towards me as a term of endearment. Mm-hmm. It was the same way of saying, yo, my boy Luke, okay? Right. But that word also has deep cultural roots yeah. that were used in a very nefarious way. Right. I almost feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, that it's a word that has been thrown around so much negatively that it, is it is it that almost there's been a way to find a positive use for it? I'll give you the, the, I'll give you the, my, cause I actually, I shout outs to JR, our kid in my, um, my, my group. Yep. We had a very educated. Raw breed, by the way, very talented hip hop group. We had a discussion about this exact topic because in music, white people are at a disadvantage not being able to use it. Yeah. Cause it rhymes well. It flows well. It's it's, it's, it's a sentence filler. Yeah. A lot of guys that can't rap will throw that at the end of a bar and all of a sudden it becomes like a decent rap. But a thousand percent. I'll tell you exactly. Cause he actually asked me, he took it a step further. He said, why is it you think that like a Mexican could call another Mexican um, you know, that's my nigga or Dominicans do it all the time. Puerto Ricans do it all the time. They use it freely and yes. stuff like that. Yep. Why is it only that white people? And I said, here's the thing. Every derogatory term that was ever made was created by Eastern European settling type of people. Mm. Everything from, you know, chink to spick to um, gook. Every one of the derogatory terms that we that ha- that we know of right now, other than like the new generation of new and shit. And you're positive of that. I mean, I'm not uh, researched on that. I only, I'm only, no I'm, other roots. I'm only speaking on the, the main ones. Like when you think, when I say main ones, I'm saying the ones we've always known because now there's so many <laughs> right. fucking derogatory terms, right. right? But I'm saying like the e, a hard ER, um, chink, 
right? Um, Spick. For those of you who are wondering the hard ER, think about it for a minute. Yeah, right, 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 <laughs> right, right. It's it it it, it now. There's no I will need. Say, they get it now. I will say this though: the slavery days, black people were calling each other the ER too, but I, it rolled off the tongue different over time. Yeah, right. So, for instance, if you have ever seen Django, I think um, Samuel Jackson. That's does a, a great gr- depiction of he it. He does a great job the of house, speaking of it. Such. He's like, he'll be like, "Yo, all them niggas is out there." Really, he's saying the ER, but it came off different, right? right? Because of the way they're whatever the vernacular. Their tongue, uh, vernacular. Yep. The Black Panthers first come around, and they used it as a term of power. It wasn't necessarily a term of endearment. It was. You guys have been calling us this forever. Well, now we're now owning we are. it. Okay, right? I got you. Then what happened was, is those guys, they were peaceful protesters. Yep. They did it without weapons. They didn't, they, you know, there wasn't any guns involved. They were trying to just get their point They were never violent? Never, not the first generation of Black Panthers. Okay. The second generation, the kids saw their dads and uncles and fathers and shit get shot still with yep. no guns or beat or whatever the case may be yep. with no guns. And they eventually said, man, fuck this shit. We're going to continue but we now about it to the youngins to get violent. That's where Crips and Bloods come in. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they were there to, the, you know, they were originally meant to protect the neighborhood of outside governing tyranny type of shit. Now, we didn't have the government we do now back when this was going on. It okay. was usually like, you know, some fucking town rich guy owns the sheriff state you know what i'm saying lord livingston exactly (laughs) and those dudes those dudes could usually just come into your neighborhood and like almost like you know instill whatever they wanted to and these young kids then eventually and then the word started to grow i think as a as a not a term of endearment i think think nwa had a lot to do with it mute hip-hop blew it up yep I mean, I mean, they made it so that now it's not just a word of endearment. Now that it's not just a word of empowerment, now it's a fad. Yeah, right. Just like saying, "Dude, it's a fad." It's almost like it's almost like a um, whatever. And I, this, I wish my vocabulary were stronger, but a word used to tie other thoughts together. It, you know, dude. Yeah. Where's that word? What does that mean, bro? bro dude, you're right. It's, it's the same you. thing, right. and it's not. You know, it's it, it, the same it, way we say, "Bro, get the fuck over here, right, bro." Right, bro. Or like, Stop, uh, man, what's up, bro? Yep. Like, you know, it's the same thing. Somebody did it in a song one day. Your NWA was a was a very big part because they were the first radio gangster people like that, and so, they were the first ones to title themselves as such niggas with, with attitude. attitude. Right, like, right, that's right, what we right, are. Right it's, right, it's our damn name. No, right, <laughs> absolutely. Know? I think that I think that it's just a matter of. Um, people holding on to the origin on who made it and why they made it okay, and not accepting that it's nine out of 10 times white people aren't saying it right. That's another gotcha. problem because I, I do know some white boys that grew up in in that area yeah. and it comes off their tongue naturally. Right. I got you they, laughing downstairs when I was talking yeah, about jail talk. When, when they <laughs> say it sometimes, like my boy, yo, shout out to Yosh. He, 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 he's white as fuck. Right. Blonde hair, blue eyes, but he grew up on the West side, right? Uh-huh. He's been around it this whole time. When he says it, you almost don't even notice. So, so Nate, then can we say that it is a color and can also be a culture thing? Yes. I'm not saying it be, it becomes okay. I think it's a cultural thing more than color thing with the word okay. with the with the with the word. I agree with you wholeheartedly. On surface it kinda of sounds weird. You're like right. you're telling me that it has nothing to do with having black skin. No, because there's Candace Owens has well, never said it. Perfect example. Ruben, do you guys use the term freely in your household? No. I've never once used the term. And yo, can't never uh, once used it? Is, is it, it frowned upon in your household? Yeah. Very much so. Candace right. Owens is dark as fuck. She's never said it, guarantee it. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like it's so just, it's a culture thing. It's hundred percent a culture okay. thing. She also probably doesn't listen to hip hop. 
You don't think I'm, so? I don't think so. If she does, it's like Beyonce. Do you and think I she don't dances think like this? Absolutely. She can't dance. <laughs> no, 100%. She has no twerking in her. She does the... Uh, the uh, you guys ever seen uh, Bob's Burger? You guys ever seen Bob's Burger? You know Tina? <laughs> she goes like this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she all, does the Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> it's all shoulders. No hips. I'm up. I think I'm up. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Bro, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I love Candace Owens to death, but she's not twerking. She, no, she's, she's not twerking. No, she's not twerking. Um, so, uh, whose turn is it? I think it's my turn. Get me. All right. <laughs> We've all heard of the stereotype white people using salt and pepper and calling it seasoning. Okay. Right? It's a, it's an You've ongoing. all heard of it. No, it's, an all, it's, an all go, it's an ongoing joke. Like salt and pepper is what like a white girl uses to season her chicken. Well, right? I promise you there's no white families going, salt and pepper is what we use to season our stuff. Like, no, it's, no. It's how the black people yeah, yeah, view yeah. I get you. I yeah, get you. We are, the same reason we're going, how come all these black people put hot sauce on everything? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but my, that's not my question, though. Okay. My question is, is what the fuck is a pinch of salt? <laughs> Right, it's, it's exactly what and it is. What is that accomplishing? Okay, so it's accomplishing nothing. Okay, <laughs> other than so to your point, there's not an abundance of seasoning in white cooking. Yo. So when little Susie Williams had to give her recipe, it Yo. was like when she was giving you her chocolate chip cookie recipe, it was eggs, flour, chocolate chips, uh, you know, yeast, whatever, yeah. and then it was like a pinch of salt. Shit, man, this looks pretty fucking boring. I gotta somehow make this mine. This is the same white person's recipe for chocolate chip cookies that's been flowing around the neighborhood for the past 16 years. There's no way I can tell them this is my rep. Pinch, pinch of, salt. of salt and a dash of cinnamon. My, a dash, <laughs> a dash. That's the other one. A pinch I of dash. Yep. What did that do? Accomplish one cookie? It gave, it? You, no, it gave you two more lines on the index card because uh, white people, we put our recipes uh, on index you cards. You do. You go to an old white lady's you house, do. you go, she's got that little plastic yeah, thing that oh pops yeah. open. Oh, and yeah. like a Rolodex of Organized. recipes. And I tell you what, man, there's some bangers in there, though. I'm not saying they can't cook. But you know, I, I, to an extent, you know, I you know, I've had I've had some good like. I think it's a mixed. I think it's always what I've always heard. This is is any any examples I can think of. It's always a black dude dating a white girl. You know, I'm paying a horrible disrespect to a lot of mother in laws. No, there there is some really good food in the white community, and it's hundred percent it's, it's European recipes that have come over. Hundred yeah. percent, and and I and you know, Italy's affected a lot of that. Northern yep. Africa's affected a lot of that, mm -hmm. um, but. You know, in America, I would say this is a Western thing. Okay, because you're right. I don't. I doubt that they don't. They cook like that over there. I think it's. I think it's a Westernized American thing where it's like you got this white girl that's trying to cook for her man. Yes, she and can't she, figure it out. She's like, I'm just <laughs> like a, a pinch of salt. salt. What the fuck? Uh, okay, so we tackled that one. This is a big one. Got you. Why do black dudes sag their pants, Nate? A, Why is there a bunch of asses hanging around the because mall? Because it was. It was. I mean, that's an easy one. This. It was sold. Okay. Uh, the it was a it was a um, you know that started in jail, um, as a way of. Well, I thought it was a way to identify that you want your ass taken. If yeah, you in, in jail. jail. Okay, in jail. I'm saying that's so for the for the layman. Um, if you are in jail and you desire somebody to, or you're or you're already. I think it's our, yeah, uh, already you're, you're, you're already you're a homosexual yeah. or you're already owned by somebody or you want to advertise your ass as you outfit to take and you you show your ass and yeah. you're not allowed to show your ass because it's obviously against the rules. And of that the jail, happened but, before hip hop blew up. Okay, and so I then think, how, so th so that so me knowing that not to interrupt you, but yeah. this this is the reason for the question. This is the precursor. So I know that because mm -hmm. I've done prison time. There's also enough people that have watched The Wire mm -hmm. and CSI and read books. Yeah. They know that that was the origin yeah. of it. So Why the question is that. Why are you glorifying what used to be here? Take my ass and put a dick in it with a fashion statement. Um, 
because the celebrities do it. That's an easy answer. I mean, but you understand why our we're minds then just, go crazy. No, like, we're all just, we're all, I mean, for the majority, you know, kids are just. So it's like Jay-Z did it, so I'm going to do it. They're copycats. Okay. You know, everybody right. sees something. I can fuck with that. That's all that's, it is. That's the truest Marshawn and most Lynch real is probably the farthest thing from gay. And he walks into his fucking, uh, you know, they have a dress code in the NFL. He doesn't give a fuck. He literally purposely wears like a backwards hat, a, a tank top, sags his pants with like, because he just doesn't listen to their rules on purpose. Yeah. And when a kid sees that, they're like, oh, okay. Well. So that's my, so that's kind of, I don't want to say that's my point because that's not the point of what I was saying, but you want to talk about a frustration of, of a, of a white guy towards like the, the glorification of that. I feel like there's so many situations where leaders of the black community glorify defiance 100 percent. they didn't know that any, they didn't know they were doing that so it's, that's a you don't think that marshawn made it obvious that he was saying fuck the man i'm not gonna no, do but what he I'm told no 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 he knows that part but okay. he's not seeing it as like a 13 year old's gonna absorb and do the same thing in his world he's he's so how do you as a professional athlete getting paid 20 million dollars a year to play ball how do you not know that you're gonna have an effect on a young kid Probably because you didn't see it in your own community affect, like, he, he, Marshawn comes from an area. No, and just so you know, no disrespect, Marshawn Lynch. I don't know the man, never met him. He's got to be a tremendous athlete to do mm -hmm. what he does. I'm asking the question strictly in the context of the question. No, I, it could have been Willy Wonka. Right, as right, the, right, as right, a right. No, I know what you mean. Okay. I, I know what you mean. I think, like, somebody like Marshawn, and a lot of times these guys in these situations come from where that's all they see. To okay. begin with, yep, right, yep. sagging pants, yep. right, and he also doesn't see people in entertainment affecting kids like that so much. Like he doesn't notice it, right? Because Marshawn's one of those type of people that was probably destined to be in the NFL, right? From like basically eight years old yeah. on, he was going to be. Yeah, their there. eyeballs on him. So he's going right, all the way. right, right, right. Hope he so, don't twist his ankle. And when he's up there, that that kind of stuff is what PR agents are for, and what um. You know why they have these people in right. their uh, in their back pocket and stuff like that to help them with their look and and if that you know now some guys choose to not be an influence right like Marshawn might not you know if he was here right now we'd have to ask him right is your motive only to say fuck the system mm -hmm. right because I think that's you what know he, there's a rule installed I think that's what his answer would be based okay. on his interviews and shit like that I don't think it, he if you said is your goal to say fuck the system or is your goal to inspire kids to not listen understood he's gonna say dude I don't care who's watching me I'm in this saying fuck the system right. right whereas like a lot of celebrities don't take that responsibility knowing that they're some do some take that over the top right like mm -hmm. lebron's been an outstanding citizen since he's come into the league for a guy to be 20 years deep in the spotlight and not have one scandal like that's unbelievable mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying he hasn't mm -hmm. cheated on his wife he has a beautiful family his kids are not drug addicts or fucking they're not ruining his you know how many times okay. we've seen that you right, know what right, i'm saying right. where like the kids ruin it because of yeah. the actions they've taken so yep. You know, it's it's a personality thing. I think Marshawn probably didn't have his mom as close as LeBron did, and that's probably a big reason LeBron's mother was like very well brought up, brought him up as best as she could. You know okay. what I'm saying? I don't know. There's probably others, but you're right. There's every rapper does it right. Every kid that's a rapper right now that was that is under the age of 25. First of all. They all need a sandwich, and second of all, they're skinny, <laughs> sagging their pants. Yep. Right. So like. Some of them do it so unbelievably 
like Blueface. Do you know who Blueface is? No. Blueface, baby. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> Blueface is probably a... That's his name, his rap name, Blueface? Blueface, yeah. He's about 6'4", I'd say. He's is not, his face blue? No, but because of the hundreds. That was my last question. Blueface. What the fuck's with the rap names? Uh, Lil Turk, Lil Yachty, They're running out of them. They're running Lil, out of them, though. A, I mean, it's like the next going to be like Carpet Thread. Uh, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a Lil Poop. Light, what? There's a Lil... <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sorry. His name's Lil Poopy. He's part of Young Money. Where do we? Lil Poopy. Yeah. Lil, Lil Poopy. Uh, Not Lil Poppy. Lil Poopy. P O O P. That might be a good one to end on, man. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> Lil Poopy. Yo, you know what? I'm, you know. I, How can, can I ask you a question? You're running though. out of names. That's How all it is. How can you be. Taken serious and take pride in what you do? Yo, Shoddy, yo, you know how you do it with foreign. a cup full of lean. A cup full of lean and a, and a suitcase full of hundred dollar bills and perks and shit. That, yeah, you know they're not. You're right. You know what I'm lean saying. Rappers. Look, yeah. the, the 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 Island Boys are a great example of that. You know the Island Boys, the two white boys. I'm an Island Boy. I was gonna fake that I didn't Bro, know it first yeah. and then do like this with my yeah, fingers. Yeah. No, so those you those, ever heard those kids talk? They are unbelievable. Hey, yo, Shotty, what you Hang on, no, hang on, no. I'm gonna tell you something. They know what they're doing. Yeah, no, big time. Like Paris Hilton. No, bro, these dudes are smart. You gotta hot. look into their story. They're yeah. so smart. They got a PPP loan back in 2020. They went and bought a condo in Miami. Got themselves all tatted up. Yeah. and did like TikToks for like a week. They knew based on how they looked mm-hmm. and ridiculous like that with the, their hair. Somebody told me their father is uh, was on The Sopranos or was on. A, I'm trying to remember what they're it was. Cuban or something. They're they're not white. They're 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 like full they blown. Sure? Yeah, Somebody sw- was telling me they were the white, rich white kids of a uh, actor. No, no, no. They're like they're like Cuban or or something. They're not fully white. I think both their parents are actually like Cuban. Are you sure? I swear to God, I'm looking it up right now. You checking um, it out, Ruben? Boys, yeah. nationality. Island boys are Amer. Well, it says American. Hey Siri, who are the Island Boys' parents? Oh yeah, Cuban. The twins reportedly 20 years old were born on the 16th. Have his, <laughs> they, have, they, have, they have Hispanic heritage as both of their parents were born in Cuba. Siri said it is unknown who the parents of the other boys are. <laughs> oh, Nobody shit. currently knows who Alex and Frankie's mother is or who their father was. Oh, shit. Bro, I forget who told well, me that. Well, regardless, Maybe regardless. They, right, knew right. What they, they knew what they were doing. I got, I got one if last one. If it's Ralphie Zifferetto's uh, 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 kids, then you heard it here first, guys. I got one last one. All right, hit me. All lives matter. That say that that whole idea when Black Lives Matter came out, then mm-hmm. Blue Lives Matter came out, then All Lives Matter. Came Blue out. Lives Matter was cops. Yes. Okay. But okay. All Lives Matter was, I think, the majority of people because they don't want, they just don't. They're like the type of people that are like, bro, I just don't want to. I don't want to get involved in this. Like All Lives Matter, right? Like Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter. I just don't want to claim one out loud. I just want everybody to say All Lives Matter. That was a big thing. But I heard it from majority of white people. I didn't really hear it. Like black people were saying Black Lives Matter, and mm-hmm. and and um, you know, a lot of conservatives were saying Blue Lives Matter, whatever. Okay. So all lives matter. So with complete honesty, yeah. I would love to understand. You're never going to get anything but that from me. Do you truly believe that every life matters? Absolutely. So rapists, pedophiles. And like, no, no, I believe the life. I believe the life matters. What somebody chooses to do with it, they should suffer repercussions for. Okay, my, I agree. I guess maybe give the question a little more context. But, but like somebody like Jeffrey Dahmer, yep. right? Um, Ed Gein, 
Yeah. Um, some of these guys, they 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 were born that way. Should be punished appropriately for the crimes they committed because we are innocent until proven guilty. Right, right. And I'm just saying they're uh, they're li- like like there's a there's a um a red flagged uh uh child sex offender in my neighborhood. He's on like the family uh, watchdog okay. thing or whatever. Yep, yep. And I, my thing is is like I'm not saying we kill him. Right. I'm not. I don't care about. No, I'm not saying eye for eye. Okay. I'm just saying if he got, if he was to disappear right now, <laughs> right, and go away completely, would anything like get worse? Um, I think it's a very broad question. Obviously, it we can't go like around. It's, it's trying to like. I'm just saying not, to a particular. I just answer. feel like there's so Do many. I think he has as much societal credibility and worth as another person. Absolutely not. So, like Hulk Hogan's wife. Right, she's okay. never done anything to give back to society. Taxes, she's never done anything in okay. this planet. The only reason we even know who she is is because Hulk she was Hulk Hogan's wife. Yep. She just, just doesn't matter. She doesn't matter. She like there are some people who, if she was, if you saw her falling down a hill and she was just about to go over the cusp into a ravine that was full of water that you knew she couldn't get out of and she would certainly die, would you grab her hand and try to pull her out? Are we saying this knowing that I know who she is or just either a random one, person? Either, either one. You know who well, she is. You don't know who she is. Does it make a difference who she is if you yes, save her or not? I think so. I, to me, it would. If you've already, if if I know that there's nothing you do, but you've ruined, you ruined two people's lives in your own family. I mean, it didn't matter to me, but I'm just saying like in the sense based, of like. Based on what information do you know Hulk and his wife personally? I mean, they put, they made a whole TV show about their I understand that, but you just told me the Island Boys aren't really who they portray themselves to be. They do it for the money. They 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 admitted it though, for money they got paid. I'm not saying they aren't or they are. I'm saying that the only knowledge you have of them is from print and camera. But taxes are like a thing. So if she if she's said to the world, I I haven't paid taxes or said in court because you know they're when they do these court cases among celebrities, they're all over the place, right? Like, yeah, yeah. like the. The transcripts are all over the place. Okay. She's never paid taxes. She doesn't work. And that's why she won so much money from Hulk. Or uh, (laughs) Hulk from Hogan. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Fucking she got like half his net worth, the house. And she, you know, she's the one that cheated. There was one of those one time celebrity things where like the woman got caught cheating with that young kid. Right. They divorce. She moves that kid into the house because the judge grants her everything in the world. And. I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, you know, all you really did was kind of, you're a bad example for the next young girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that we take you out. That's not what I'm saying. We don't take, but I'm just saying to say all lives matter. I feel like is from a, from a perspective of myself. I just, I'm like, can you, how do you truly say that about like knowing that there are some, a lot of people that don't matter. I think you're, I think you're tying together two things that are very different life and lives no because race because you started talking about the black lives matter movement oh i was only saying where it stemmed from i'm only saying like all lives matters wasn't it it only came out because people didn't want to claim so then what you're asking me has nothing to do with black lives matter no 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 no. in general saying all lives matter you can't say that and truly mean it in my opinion but i mean it is what it's an opinion and if you're asking me my opinion my opinion is i know there are people that are absolute pieces of shit okay and i know that when i was 28 years old Mm -hmm. if you knew me then you wouldn't grab my hand and pull me out of the ravine right 
today you would. Right. So I am a proponent and I mean, a I'm the same cheerleader boat. for second chances. So to say that somebody isn't, doesn't matter, I think that you have to measure somebody. If, if we're measuring somebody, you, you measure them on their potential. And I'm very big on that. And I think that that is the one, because people will say to me, how can you be so forgiving of people? How can you be so understanding of people? How can you, you know, that guy's a fucking asshole. He did this, he did that. How can you forgive him? Because I believe everybody has the potential to change and mm-hmm. bend to an upward trajectory. Now, I think that some people are inherently very bad people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's people in my life that I know that have been given many opportunities to change, many Fuck reasons to change and have children that are depending on them to change mm-hmm. and are incredibly selfish and don't do so. But if they're falling in a ravine and I'm capable of saving their lives, I'm still going to do it because well, they one have a reason, purpose if they have children. Well, one reason and one reason alone, there's other people tied to them that are innocent. That's what I'm saying. My thing maybe is, it's is the if, mother. Maybe it's the mother who he's their baby. If a if a if a man, forty years old, rapes a five year old kid, right, and doesn't kill him, rapes him, I'll let him go. And you're also probably causing the next rapist. You, you I mean, the you, statistics. You take the flower of a child. I'll let you go. They, that's one. That's one where you, where I will it, walk away from my argument. Anybody that takes the innocence of a child, and in that, my those opinion. Were my, those were my two examples okay. in there. The rapist and, like, when I say, like, when I hear someone say all lives matter simply because you're stuck in a situation where you feel like you can't not side or but at least say one of the other ones. And I think that's an unfair judgment of them in the context of those words because what you're doing is you're saying black lives matter and they're going, hey, I don't, it, it, when they when they say all lives matter, they're, they're saying the same thing as I don't want to take part in this. Yeah. I have, I have a mixtape called all it was one of my first mixtapes called called all lives don't matter okay and my whole point was is that like it's it, it it's it's just that not every single life right now matters at our beginning it did because we all were part of survival we were all part of making sure the mother nature continued doing what she was doing that our tribes were i mean even even um uh, like way back, you go probably way back before there's documentation of us. Like everybody in those situations mattered. Right. Like right, like the, the community, el- the elders mattered because right. they, they were fucking the wise and the ones built the roofs. Right. The one made the fire. I everybody gotcha. mattered, sure. and it's not the case anymore. Like like you know they always talk about we're overpopulated and stuff like that. Which how do you? De- I'm not saying that you take measures on that. I'm just saying right. that like to say all lives matter. I'd rather you just not say anything right. than say all, all lives matter. And, and I would agree with you. And I think people would then say I would rather you didn't say Black Lives Matter. Yeah, no, and I think that no facts. The Black Lives Matter movement not because was a, they don't. No, it was a joke. It was a it was a joke from the rip, and it was meant to be a joke from the rip. But the pro- I don't think it was meant to be a joke. Black from the people's rip, argument wasn't meant to be a joke. The the slogan was meant to be a fucking joke because it was owned by a lady that wasn't fully. I mean, she's not. She's never been. Did you fully ever watch a- Candace's documentary on Black oh, Lives Matter? Oh, she listen. Her and Kanye have made a lot of great po- Did points. Did you watch the documentary? No, I don't. I, I don't really. Until I can't. you do, because everything <laughs> that she brings for, and I'm not. I'm not championing it. No, I know. I'm a I'm a fan of knowledge. I'll watch the Young Turks documentary. I'll watch Whoopi Goldberg's documentary, Ellen DeGeneres, Tucker Carlson, Don Lemon. I'll watch everybody's because within a documentary, 
is facts and information and i then use those to draw my own conclusion yeah and i know this and it's my it's my biggest argument and difficulty that i have with the progressive leftist ideology with the progressive um gender ideology with the progressive white shaming um systemic racism ideology is is the following anytime i converse with somebody who follows that logic or that that school of thought Mm -hmm. when i then ask them questions based on facts and they say well you're just you're just going to have to trust me on that or well i get what you're saying but that's not there's never a no one's let me put it this way i'm governed by facts and logic okay Mm -hmm. where i come from is a place a place of fact and logic the people that i've debated with on those ends are never able to fight the facts or the law it's all emotion and i understand it and it's well founded and it needs to be addressed but it's not addressed by extremist ideas i think the whole thing would have changed this is words are sometimes so important that i feel like if it had just said black lives matter to t-o-o that's what it meant or at least it was supposed to mean i think it should have been hey could you give us a hand please yeah like it was somebody said a great um analogy or please pay attention they said they said imagine the last 400 years of of america as a game of monopoly okay right and for the first 300 years which we would call slavery right the first 300 years of playing I hope that's chronologically correct because I don't know. It's, I'm assuming it, it, it is. We're just this lady just used these okay, numbers. Sure. She said, you know, the first 300 years, every year is around in monopoly. Monopoly, sure. And for those 300 years, we were not allowed to play, right? But the other side was playing the whole time, stacking up their money, building up land ownership, building up all this kind of stuff, right? And then for 50 years, which we'll call. The, or for the next 50 rounds, we'll call the, the time period between abolishing um, the Emancipation Proclamation to about like like right around like the after the Great Depression. OK, right where we we were freed, but not necessarily with like, you know, segregation and all sure, this kind of shit, sure. not equal opportunity, nothing. So for those 50 rounds, we got to play each round. But every time we even made a jump towards oh man i i just won this this right. piece of property the other side was able to say no 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 no. we want those places too it's like right? playing it's like playing the i win kid from yeah Big yeah Daddy. yeah no no no, 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 no. Do, give, me that, give me that one give me that one too so now we're now we're gaining knowledge on how to play because okay. we're allowed to play but every time we you know make like black wall street you know you had a black community that was thriving and all of a sudden you throw you, you run it over and build central park so like there there's there's the next 50 rounds which is wait what Central Park used to be a neighborhood. Okay. That's another Black Wall Street? That's what they called it. Black Wall Street. It was a small black neighborhood of um affluent en- black families. Yeah, engineers, um, some architects okay. and stuff like that. And they were a, it was a small community. Okay. I'm and, not educated on oh, that. Oh no, I need to educate myself. This is before what we know was Manhattan, Manhattan now. But okay. it, they came through, burned it down, put uh Central Literally Park. Literally burned it down. The same thing as in Oklahoma um where was it? Oklahoma? Uh Oklahoma. It was actually the second one because okay. Oklahoma happened first. So affluent black 
neighborhoods were popping up and starting to have some impact, and then they just got rid of them. Got rid of them and put Central Park there. Who did? The government? I, I, I can't say if it was like a government institute. I mean, it's easy to say government. It makes me wonder. Whoever if, was if, in power at the time. Well, whoever was in power. Because be. it could be government or whoever had money. Exactly. You know what I'm That's saying? Like, or, no, no, no. I, I don't yeah, always yeah. say government because it's tough like to say just government. Right. Like, that could have been... It could have been today. Who, it could be just government, but you know it's not. It could be whoever government. owns the real estate right. there. It, well, whoever you know what I'm saying? The media, whoever the, owns the real estate, right, whoever right, owns right, the biotech right. company. Right. right, I'm with you. So, so for those next fifty rounds, after we're able to play a little bit, but getting everything taken away, yep. now we're in the same spot, right? We're talking about nowadays from okay. like the eighties sure. on, right? Yep. You want us to play and catch up. It's like, come on, catch up. You got free. Not saying you. I'm saying uh, um, the other, our opponent, right? Whoever Who's your opponent. You would want to say, like, I guess in this scenario, you would want to say this, the 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 founding fathers and those who descend from them. But they're not still alive. No, those who descend. Cause, I, no, because I, I descend from them, but I, I don't relate to them. I understand what okay. you're saying. I'm saying that the first 300 years, none of those people are alive, right? right? So, like, it's generational stuff. Like, if I was on the other side, and I'm not on the side that can't play, and I'm able to build up, like, if I'm able to build up any type of generational anything from ownership of a patent to ownership of land. Can I say, I see where you're going with this. And, and I want to tell you, I can, I can already give you what my response is going to be. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't ever want to interrupt, but I know we're getting short on time and I want your point to be made. Mm -hmm. I believe w the, I, the general idea is that white people had 300 years to play Monopoly and build this pile. Then it's like, okay, black people, you can play now. And it's like, well, what's the matter? How come you're not here yet? Yeah. When it's like, well, hey, you had 300 years to do this and you know, patents and generational wealth and all these things. You're talking about a very small subset of white people. I was when I especially when I, now I understand because we're I, an integrated. I, I, I didn't say you were given anything. Right. I'm not saying that at all. What and again, again, I recognize that there are certain things I benefit from because my skin is white. And anybody that doesn't is full of shit. They know that if they're in the car with a, you know a, a well, I don't want to say that either. There there are things like if we're near a racist cop. I'm safe. The black guy's not. I get that. But it's a very small subset group. Mm -hmm. But if I also go in the green store down on the south side with the barred up windows and I go in there and ask for a loose, you know, there's a better chance I'm going to get mugged than you. Well, not my size, a, a white guy. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, but I'm, and I'm not saying that the advantages and disadvantages are equal. It's more about education from the base, though, because in city schools, they're not teaching you about how to, nobody is teaching you unless you have an influence like yourself in those scenarios, which, which is, is very rare, but it's very rare of course, though, right? Of course. The majority of the, not be. The, those majority <laughs> of kids aren't taught about buying land, right. right? They don't even know that you can buy land. Nor was they, I. I. See, you can't do that though. That's not the, you don't represent the majority. Like I've said this before in my chair. If we're talking about schooling though, now, I was a publicly schooled child though. Right. I didn't but do any been, special class on land through, ownership. You've been through a different type of lifestyle than the majority of people who look like you. Nate, Nate, I'm sorry, bro, but I've had a 480 credit score up until I was almost 30 because I knew nothing about credit. Okay. Well, I'm, not, I'm not saying you didn't I earn. I don't own any I property. I, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with okay. you. I'm saying that I'm missing your point then. Yeah, because I'm you did not grow up as a privileged white kid, correct? Right. All right. So Well, it depends on how you define privilege. I didn't grow up in the hood. I was safe walking not to area. from school. It's not an area. It's about who was teaching you what from the beginning because they've been de 
doing that for generations okay. and generations okay. and generations. Sure. Finance, like I said, with my money in my in my trunk when I got pulled over at the beginning of the show, I was only shown people that had money. When they have cash, you keep it in a box, right? right? Like whereas, like if I had grown up in a different scenario, mm-hmm. type of stuff, maybe I would have said the first twenty dollars I got, mom would have said, you know what, let's go start you a bank account type of thing. Okay, that so okay, I'm with you because my dad did have me open a bank account. I do want to say one thing real quick. When I was arrested on Westmoreland Avenue, when I was 21 or 22 years old, Mm -hmm. in my front pocket of my jacket, I had $2,700 cash. Mm -hmm. The reason there was $2,700 is because I had just spent $300 on methadone pills that I bought from my drug dealer. When I was arrested, mind you, I was arrested, no Miranda rights, no probable cause. I was a white guy walking down the street. As we talked about the trespassing warrant, they just said, listen, you're a white boy. You're in the hood. You ain't supposed to be here. We're going to search. And I said, don't I have rights? There's no probable cause. They said, no, no, no. There's a trespassing warrant here. If you're not from here, can you prove you live here? No, then we can search you. They searched me. They found pills. They also found the $2,700. Do you know that it was wrapped in a notarized letter? signed by my uncle that said that he was letting me borrow the money and it also had a repayment schedule yeah in they it. couldn't touch it i never got it back the da oh they stole that it. shit yeah, yeah. They, they that's i mean that's unfortunately so the same exact thing no but that unfortunately that's real that's real thief i didn't have that i didn't have those steps that you had i didn't have it wrapped up like you got you got robbed I got robbed too, the, but all like, the point I was making is that my skin was white, and the same shit happened to me. If I, anything, that, it happened worse. That, but you st- just because it happened didn't mean that you didn't take the steps. Because in your argument, you got robbed. In my argument, I didn't get robbed because I didn't have those steps involved. Even though it was the same outcome, mm-hmm. this is what I'm saying. You had the opportunity to have somebody tell you, like, "Yo, bro, you need here's the receipt for this." I'm going to go. No, like, it was just I I bummed three grand off my uncle, telling him it was to get my license back. And I went and bought drugs with him because he wanted me to pay it back. He had a witness to the promissory note. Right, That's right. all that but, was. But I'm saying, like, even even seeing that the one time might have said to yourself later, regardless if the cops did it or not, like, this is how things are supposed okay, to happen. Okay, sure. Whereas, like, I never saw sure, that. I never sure. saw a bank receipt. I never even knew. Like, I know a lot of kids in the in um uh, the Boys and Girls Club that I work with, they don't know the difference between a checking and a savings account. Oh, when I they was think in they, prison, I saw it. I, they, I and they ask think, like, bro, what do you mean you don't know they this? Might hear of her or heard a checking account but they yeah. think savings means the box under your seat right you know what i'm saying yes, so no, 100%. so like I, i'm I, what, what you know privilege doesn't mean color it, it only means what you're exposed to and usually that's because of saying that it, it, it usually means like somebody like candace candace grows up grew up in a nice household right and it's because down her road of heritage somewhere they got it right. They started to get it right. And it's been going on ever since, mm-hmm. correct? Whereas, like, in a lot of these households in, like, inner cities, right? It's a, The example is, well, my, I watched my mom raise four fucking kids i watch my grandma raise her her kids it's always there's no kid there's no dad so you get used to it right so like the opportunities that you might learn stuff from a man who went out and worked and and had to you know put his money in a bank put his money in this go get a loan save up a little bit you know those things don't get exposed it it's not that the opportunity is not out there because there's been plenty of kids in those scenarios who find it out for themselves Perfect example as yourself. Thank you. You went and found it yourself. But unfortunately, I would think that the majority of kids aren't going to find it themselves. They have to be pushed a little bit into that direction Mm -hmm. and then be told, well, look, we're pushing you in this direction, right? Like you go to a city. 
how many have you ever seen some of these high schools in in like like yes. private areas they're fucking nuts their science labs are like something out of fucking washington mm-hmm. dc yep. so even if they don't use science in their life they were exposed something to it there's the opportunity right there right mm-hmm. whereas like it's like all this all jamal sees is school i'm only going to school because i have to mm-hmm. right i'm only there because I need this stupid ass diploma or I'm never going to be able to get a job at fucking Walmart or the warehouse right. or whatever the fuck the case may be. Yeah. Whereas, you know what I'm saying? It's hundred percent. It's, it, 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 it's oh, and went back to the, the 300 thing. It's more than just money and opportunity. I think it's, it's just, it, it's the start. How many, how many um, football teams are there? 32. I think, the I, think there, I think there's 30, 30 or 32 NFL teams. Okay. I think 31 of them are owned by like white um like uh the uh, the most known one is the guy that owns the Cowboys uh Jerry uh Jerry Jones Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones family had plantations mm-hmm. right it's not his fault right it's nothing to do with being a fault and it right. doesn't mean that he should just be like oh okay well fuck it I don't own anything anymore I mean, I'm just giving it back to you right I'm all I'm saying is is that when Jerry Jones was born, because of those 400 years ago and his family keeping up with that, he didn't have to. Did he capitalize on it? Yes. Right. You capitalize on the opportunity you've got. That's the applaud. I agree with you on all of it. My question is, what is the solution? There is no solution. Both, okay. both. You just want it to be recognized. No, it has to be. It has okay. to be. Both sides have to understand that, though. Like the black people that use right. that as their argument I point. Think, I think a lot of people, intelligent people, do recognize it. They probably do, but how many people are intelligent? You know what I'm saying? Like, so now we've just unearthed the majority of the problems in our country. Okay? <laughs> you just, yeah, like, I mean, you know, we just went full circle. We found a solution. Know, the show's over. Just, like, <laughs> most people are just stupid. I mean, I mean, I know we're, I know so, we're running out of time, but the, the literally the biggest thing on this fucking board, all the stuff you and me have been talking about, have been problems and stuff that should have been talked about forever. It should have been. And talked now about the number the one fucking topic topic is is what is a woman? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. And, and no one can answer it. And all of those other problems that we had Mm -hmm. just were like you know what we're over those what's a woman (laughs) you know what i'm saying and it's just like i I know there's a lot of activists out there for black people and native americans mexicans recently chinese because of like the you know after covid they went through their own thing with like uh, uh, chinese hate Uh, su uh su had the had the uh whole um chinese hate thing go down recently and stuff so there's been a lot it's not just black people everybody's had their even white people have gone through their own their own style like you said like yourself right now right shaming right where you have to almost walk i I have to feel guilty for being no you don't no 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 you don't have to feel but the media does make it feel like like okay well i feel bad now what right but the thing is i don't feel bad no for anything i've done of course i feel bad that Long time ago, there was black people that were slaves. Of course. I feel bad that in certain areas, there's racist cops and racist people that don't treat people equally. And that would have been all, the same if you were black or white. 100%. All, right. I, all of the evils that exist, I, I feel terrible about, and I will do anything within my power to try to aid within my abilities as long as it doesn't affect my ability to provide for my family, yeah. which is why I do the show, right. which is why I don't monetize, right. which is why I, I don't ask for subscriptions or comments or clicks or views. <laughs> but what but what i am doing is I'm a, ding. Yeah. what i am doing is i'm putting information out there yeah. because i believe that organically truth 
builds momentum, right? I believe that when we're there getting is to a value, scary point where truth doesn't just, matter anymore. I was just so 100%. <laughs> but I believe that people like Tucker Carlson, Elon Musk, um, that's Pierce. Just, uh, Piers Morgan. Yeah, Piers yes, Morgan. Piers Morgan. That's a good one. Um, and these are not people that I always align or agree with, but the general premise is the same. Wait a minute. Speech matters. Freedom Free of speech, speech matters. Is the one of the first things there's logic. Yeah. Logical conclusions and logical deductions matter. We can't just operate on our feelings. If we operate on our feelings, then there's going to be four to seven days out of a month that a woman's com can't participate in the conversation, a woman who's undergoing a menstrual cycle, because even though she doesn't become a bad person, she will tell you if she's honest that there's a particular time during her menstrual cycle where she is not at her peak emotionally, mental capability. She, yeah, right, and she's right. emotionally unstable. Right. And that's just nature. And it's beautiful because it then allows her to help procreate and right. continue to build the society and children, which are a beautiful thing. But now you say things like this, they go, Oh, you're right leaning. You're conservative. no, so how sad is that, that we're at a place when I say that a woman undergoes a menstrual cycle because she is put on the earth to bear children if she so chooses, offensive. that it's a political affiliation and it's offensive. Fuck it's insane, here. bro. It's hey, insane. my name's Big Nate MG and there's two genders and I don't care what anybody <laughs> says about it. You can identify as whatever you want. 100%. Nobody gives a shit. The right. only people that truly give a fuck are the people that are going to hold so strong to the Bible that they're not hearing shit well, other than marriage. the people that want you to believe that there's a thousand genders. The rest of, right. like, the rest of right. people getting up, going to work, paying taxes, being productive, but, worrying but even about the person, their shit. They're not going, hmm, I wonder what gender this person is. They're going, I got shit to do. What are you? You're a hermaphrodite to fight a woman trans No problem. I got shit to do. No, you can be that. That's cool. I just have, don't, don't. Put it on my kids. Even the person that you said, though, that thinks there's a thousand genders, the only person they have to prove that to is somebody that's super fucking religious and dies by that Bible because no one else really gives, gives a fuck. A shit. Exactly. Right? Nobody cares. Nobody cares if I you have. I care when you walk into the bathroom with a penis and testicles. Oh, bro, it's the biggest thing right now. My four -year -old bro, niece. I've got so many. I know we went off topic. I can't do it now, but I have so many videos saved of these people who are filming in situations from gyms to schools where, they're, where these women. Women are in a locker room or bathroom and like basically with their phones being like, this is my first experience dealing with this and that and then showing. Here's the thing. We're not talking about transgenders that did it right. No, we're talking a about girl on men TikTok that my wife follows that is. Listen, if if she was in a bar, you wouldn't and know. That thing was tucked away. I'd be making out with right, her right, 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 right. Later on, going, hey, you want to go home with me? Yes, you just have to understand that I have a penis. Right. Whoa, right, 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 right. I've been in Miami no. before and with a group beautiful. of people. No, no, it's a transgender no. woman, and she's beautiful. They go I, through it's it. Not my thing, but she's gone through That's surgery. That's not what we're talking about. Hormones. She's gone exactly. Yeah. So how we're about talking this about grown ass men? Yeah, this girl's gone through torture right to become what she feels she right. needs to be and then this guy comes in he's like ah i'm pissed off at guys i can't no, deadlift what i want to lift i'm gonna be a girl they, it just yes. throws a dress on and i'm a woman the fuck you are bro, bro. they opened up pandora's box with this whole yep. thing there's nothing wrong again with being who you want to be but when you started to say that women are women as long as they identify by women you are now if i if 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 I am a sick fuck who likes to rape women, it's why would I not just then dress up as a it woman happened. and enter your spot spaces? And all Did those you see the transgender. Oh, bro, dude I already know. Prison, prison. He's, he's super famous. Yeah. And my thing is, is most of the feminists out here would hear me say that and be like, "Okay, you're talking about a very small amount." That's because it's right now. Yeah. Right. Like right. you guys are. You started. just started this whole yeah. thing, right? So 
like there's there's a um there's a, a furthermore video. even though it's just one why why is it why just, is that why is that okay that is okay that's just one person dead no big deal no, right one person dies by by automatic rifle fire and all of a sudden they want to take the second right, amendment right. away so why is this any different or how about why is it well nobody's talking about guns when this transgender person you've got Lizzo back to Lizzo Lizzo Nate, how come nobody's talking about Ukraine with <laughs> transgender people how about how about Lizzo we talked about Lizzo earlier right Lizzo is is uh, supporting the transgender mass shooter that shot up that um I the Christian like school. More now. Yo, it uh uh Candace Owens just did a whole How special. Can you support because that? she thinks that if if no, she I, I want to believe she doesn't think. I believe she wants the money and the exposure. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. But it uh, Which makes her equally as bad, if not a worse. Unfortunately, person. from a perspective, the kids that are out here are like, oh my god, they're either one saying Lizzo, thank you so much for supporting us, or they're saying Lizzo, no. Yeah. Right? Because you got seven dead kids. Uh, and nobody cares about them well you you want the hang on biden you want the transgender shooters um the the people that were protesting for that person you want them to come to the white house and speak but not the families of the deceased yeah like what are we talking about here you have the protection now you put all the vote for biden i don't vote you don't you 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 don't put the uh you put i i think voting is the dumbest thing and it's 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 just like religion people really truly believe and once you start selling belief in faith you've got everybody intertwined let me ask you something if nobody voted not a single person voted in America. Do you think they'd pick a president on the, on the, let's say the election happens, right? And not a single person goes out to vote. This is hypothetical. Obviously I'm saying nobody but it, votes, but it's not a realistic hypothetical. Uh, can you, can you just, happen. can we just, can we just pretend? Okay. They would, they would, they would pick a, uh, my, my point is, is that like, I, no, uh, I think what would happen is they would then, it would, they would declare a mistrial. So you they don't would think say, the electoral colleges would just go ahead and, 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 and continue. I'm saying, I mean, it, they may, they may say that by default, the electoral, this many electoral college votes here, this may, and then pick your thing. And may, maybe that would be what occurs. Uh, like, 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 like there's a poll, you know how, like leading up to the election, they yes, always have the polls, yes, but those yeah. aren't official votes. Right. So let's say there's a poll. Those going polls down. are so full. Of I shit, know, though. I know, I know. Let's just say the polls are still going down but on election day there's three days to vote Mm -hmm. nobody goes out and votes right there's not a single american person that casts a vote i truly believe that the electoral college will say they'll they'll be shocked but they'll say to themselves okay well we're just only going to go off of the electoral college now to pick a president because that's how democracy works we need to move forward so that the president can work if that's the way it's written in the law then yes now same scenario but only one person in america votes right and they vote right or left right do you think that that one vote would guarantee whoever the well, president? Well, no, because the electoral co- electoral college. So then, why does a million on top of that vote matter? Because the those are it, it would have to be enough to sway each state because each state gets a certain amount of votes in the electoral okay, college. Okay, so I, 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 to that point, yep. one person from each state votes, and each one of those people, let's say, pick right or left. Not not opposite. Everybody out of all, all fifty states, same. right? There's fifty votes casted yeah. from one person yep. in each state, and they pick blue or red. Yep. Does that guarantee that that president is going to be president? Yes. Do you want to know how I know that's true? Okay. Do you think anybody in the establishment wanted Donald Trump to be the president in 2016? Wait, didn't he lose the popular vote? It doesn't matter. He won the electoral vote. Yeah, no, no, I know. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if the people, not the electoral college in those states, I'm saying if one, like you, represent well, the, New York the people then determine the electoral college because by the right, popular they vote, vote it right, determines right. how many votes of the state get represented 
okay, I see what you're saying. I'm just, I'm just. Uh, your implication, correct me it, if I'm it's wrong. It's a hypothetical and vote, a hypothetical. Your vote doesn't matter because it's going to be what it's going to be anyways. Was that kind of the point kind you're making? Kind of. I, I feel like it's more of a faith thing because it gets us all to think that we're involved. I, I used to believe that. In this same building downstairs in front of the waiting room TV when my dealership was here, when Donald Trump won the election and was inaugurated, I cried. Not because of my love for Donald Trump, because I finally was able to believe in the American voting. Did you vote for Trump? I did. I voted for think, Donald Trump. Did that did that did you get a sense of like like um My vote matters. Yeah. Yes. Because I knew Nate, you really think the establishment wanted to? They did everything when in I was their in the military not to have him be the president. And I and I can't speak on to that one because I think it's one of the most unique presidencies that we've ever I, had. I, I can't agree with you more. So that's exactly my point. So th this, my point was this: Donald Trump, the media laughed him. Okay, Rosie O'Donnell, George Clooney, these people said, if Donald Trump wins the presidency, I'll leave the country. How's that? Mm -hmm. they, the, the elites were so convinced mm -hmm. that their buddies had it licked, that it was rigged. There's no way Trump was going to win. And here's what I believe happened. I believe it was rigged against him. And rigged is, is, a, is a figure of speech. Okay, mm -hmm. it was rigged against him in a way that the people in the appropriate places spent the appropriate monies lobbied in the appropriate fashions whatever the case may be to ensure that he did not win i agree but they grossly underestimated how many votes he was going to get okay and when it got to the point where they looked at each other and said well there's no way we can bullshit our way out of this he fucking destroyed her and they felt like this is what i believe they did i believe you're right for the majority of history, and I believe you're right for this most recent election, but I believe that was a blip on the radar where they got a little lazy and underestimated how many votes he would get, mm -hmm. and they went, there's no way we can bullshit our way out of this one. We got to give this four years to him, but you bet your bottom dollar he ain't going to be the president again. That's just how I feel. It could, it sounds correct. I just, I just, I think when I look back at it, what's the strongest thing that, any organization has ever used to manipulate or move people it's faith emotion it's faith, you yeah. know and if you have the idea that you have a president and it's a close battle right yep. 49 percent to 51 percent mm -hmm. so you're telling me for the next four years this is the best system we have for the next four years the 49% that voted against that person is just going to be like, oh, you know what? We lost. Mr. President, Mr. President. No, you divided us right off at the beginning from the Brit. I think Ronald Reagan was the only president that had like a 90% landslide where like he had like 92% of the country. It was Nixon or Reagan, one of the two. Mm -hmm. He had the majority of the company or uh, country, the country. Uh, voted for him. You mean like Joe Biden had the most votes ever of a sitting? What is president? that? What was the what was the the percentage thing though? Was, I'm saying I, like I don't remember. But I just also, remember that they that, touted that Joe Biden got the most. Yeah, but votes that's also because there's president. way more people now too, I agree, I agree. and there's also way more involvement. Like you, the 18 yes. to 25 demographic I got agree. involved a lot more. Internet. I was being, kind of more being a wise. No, I know what you mean. I know what you, I can't. Biden's an idiot. Obviously, <laughs> that was the uh, a bad choice. But it's like, bro, these are all the choices that we have. I you know what I'm saying? No, but my thing is, is with the with with Reagan or Nixon, whoever it was. If he was a bad or a good president, the country backed it. If he was bad, every it's like picking a great coach, right? 
If you're bad, we're leading with you, right? If if we put you in there and we all agreed that you were supposed to lead us and we fall, it's on all of us, right? Correct. Because we all voted for you. If we Correct. all win, it's on all of us. When it's a 50-50 split, which a lot of the last ones have been, mm-hmm. at least close to it, they've yeah. been like in yeah, yeah, that no, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Half the country is it's battling like 70-30. The, the other half. Because, for four years. And, and here's where I think the malfunction is. I think it's exactly that. It's the, the Democratic candidate wins or the Republican candidate wins, and there's no speech that says, okay, so here's the deal. We're De- all. De- Democrats, I know that you didn't vote yes, for me. Yes, it just you becomes guys, red versus blue. Right, but listen, I think <laughs> a, a, a good speech could go something like this. I know you didn't vote for me, but you're an American, and I'm an American, mm-hmm. and I'm going to show you in these next four years yeah. that I'm willing to listen right, to you. Right, 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 right. I want to call Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, Ilhan Omar, and rattle off the most popular names in their party. I want you guys to meet me in my office tomorrow. Yep. I want to talk about what we can do to get some people on your side a little happier. Right. And to my Republicans, I appreciate every vote I got from you. Right. Here's what you need to understand. Right. I'm not flipping sides. That's a real I'm leader. I'm trying to bring, exactly. That's not, exactly. none of these guys, I'm going to be honest with you, you know. Still, you you got to still fulfill your campaign You know promises. the term alpha, right? You, of course. You, and how many. Everybody loves to tattoo it on my forehead. Bro, they're all betas. All these men are betas. All these all these dudes in politics and stuff like that. There are other spineless pe- I'm talking we, about we people. We talked about a, world, or a word earlier in the episode that we could use to refer to them that's commonly used in the black community. Niggas. Bitch ass. Bitch ass. <laughs> yeah, punk ass white boys. Word to me. Word to me. I'm saying, you know, I don't know how it was back in the 1700s, but, you know, George Washington being our first president was the leader of our military. Yeah, he stood on the front of the boat, crossed the Delaware, you know, and, and I led think the that charge. there's something to say about how far we've gotten from what that. Are, but look at the great leaders. Lincoln took a bullet to the head. JFK took a bullet to you the know, head. You know, I think that there's got to be something that it. I, I, I think Bush was the first president that had not had true military experience. He went AWOL or something from like training the the son. Yeah. And then it's like, after that, it's been like, Oh, well no military experience. When the only thing you really have all control over is the fucking military. military. And I just don't understand. I, when Trump was in office, I was actually at tip during the elections. Tip was just about to close down. And I had gotten a lot of, very bad arguments there and um i used to say like i don't think trump shouldn't be should not be president but why not just be a financial advisor or why not be like uh like something to do with money that like the gas and all this economic Mm -hmm. stuff that you have because at the end of the day you have the button or or the or or the uh, the speaker of the house speaker yeah whatever the the case may be the guy that's got to shift the votes and make yeah whatever you gotta be whip the deals joint chief of staff is the leader of our military, which yeah. affects everybody regardless if you, you want to be in the military. Was a new Rob boy talking you should to know what He's you're doing. You. I agree with you. It's I almost like you. having a basketball coach that's never balled before. Yep. You or, know, a, or a football coach that was you a basketball could, you star. Would, uh, Bill Belichick for the Patriots, he might be a very unique situation. He doesn't play. He's never played football, but mm-hmm. like he's the system is so good Live, or whatever eat, sleep breathe yeah. you know what i'm saying whatever yeah. but like at the end of the day you respect a coach like if lebron i always thought i said this kobe would have been an amazing nba coach yeah. because he took the game very seriously he has a history in the game therefore i think the players he would have coached would have at least had an open respect for him for what they're what he's leading him into and we don't have that anymore right and i just feel like that's another reason i want i, I just I, I don't see the point in me voting because 
I, I wouldn't tell young kids don't vote. I never said that. I don't ever say don't vote. I always ask that question, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Do you think if one person voted, they would go with that you one person? You know what person? I think? I think that if all the people that feel the way that you feel would vote, then we would have those 70-30 landslides. But we don't have anybody. Me? I don't have anybody to vote on. But I, th- I think it's a responsibility as an American. That's how I feel. It's I did. I signed, the, I signed the military paperwork and did. And when I did that that day, I was like, well, you guys owe me forever. Right? So, like, at the end of the day, like... When when we talk about American duty, like then we should be like China, and then when you turn eighteen as a man, you should join the military. I, I, I agree. That, so I feel like that there should be certain obligations that you have to the country. Either you need to be in public service in some fashion. I don't think you should command everybody to go risk their lives. I think that should be a choice because of the same reason that you we had a conversation earlier. You don't want to be side by side with somebody's got to have your back. Be there. That don't want to be absolutely. There, right? So yeah, I no, think, I that, know. but you should have some sort of civic duty towards the federal government, <coughs> and I think that and and i, I want to end on this and feel free to rebuttal because i'm not just you know i'm not taking the stage here um we, we do got to wrap it up but the bottom line is i feel like there's so many people that oh my vote doesn't count oh i don't pay attention oh i don't they vote. don't bother you're exactly right we should have those landslide victories but we're not going to unless somebody other than the committed 50 50 from each side unless other people start participating and saying you know what I'm an American. I want to bitch about Kaepernick kneeling. I want to support Kaepernick kneeling. I want to bitch about Black Lives Matter. I want to support Black. I want to do all the talk, but I don't want to do a little research and listen to a few debates and walk the walk and then go place my vote. Then shut the fuck up and quit your bitching. That's typically why I, I mean, I don't vote and I also don't usually get involved until someone asks me. Understood. So like I, I typically don't speak on any type of democratic republic liberal side of things i i'll only say you're telling me that the the best options we have are a combined two people that are 150 years old (laughs) and fucking like like why is it that you have to be why is it you have to be a minimum of 35 but there's no age cap right right like donald trump might be the best choice out of the choices that we have mm-hmm. but how well is he re- is, does he relate to the 18 year old well population set, yeah. you right. know what i'm saying and yep. these are the kids that were 18 to 25 is the biggest missing demographic of voting right yep. that's because they have nobody to uh, so relate to i think what they i think what needs to be done is i think a guy that is a seasoned politician needs to pick a young vice president yeah. that can that can speak to Get up there jfk was obviously one of the most loved presidents as far as like the the people go and he was one of the youngest i think bill clinton like he 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 wasn't that young but like he acted young yes you know what i'm saying he was younger too he was obama same thing obama Mm -hmm. was a little bit younger the only one that got caught with a cigar in a girl's pussy too so who's that (laughs) clinton Clinton. (laughs) yeah he's like us he's like a normal we we, it's like a normal you know why guys like that because they saw it and they were like bro you're you're a real guy all right you're not fucking just some made up fucking character you did what we all would have done if we were exactly exactly shout out to monica she changed everything I wonder if she's still kicking. I don't know. You got an OnlyFans, Monica? Shout it out. (laughs) All right, listen, man. Excellent conversation. Absolutely. Big Nate MG from Robbery. Oh, you're coming back. You're going to be a regular. We didn't even have those bullet We got a whole whiteboard to get to. (laughs) So where can they check you out, bro? Oh, man, listen, you could Google me. Big Nate MG. Before you even ask, the M and G are like the Wheezy F baby. Got it. Just changes up. As <laughs> so a, we're going to see girls, you. More girls, more whatever. I watched you open up for Fabulous at the Landmark. We're going to yeah. see you open up for Ashanti coming up yeah. here pretty soon. Guys, he's the real deal. Professional recording artist right here in the studio with some 
big time opinions, laying yeah. down some serious knowledge, oh, yeah. getting into a discussion that most people won't go. And I appreciate you for that. I love you for it, bro. Thank you for being on Man oh, of the yeah. Free. Oh, Ruben, yeah. as always, thank you, Ruben, sir. Ruben, shout out to Ruben, the silent <laughs> partner. And uh, that's Man of the Free signing off. All right, man. That was a good one. We good just went like show, three bro. hours. Um, might even be more than that.